This is Monty in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, man, it is the Monty Show. How the heck are you? It is already Thursday, October 20th. 2022. Are you going to be... Jake's been weird all day. What? It's been one of these Jake days. What? And, you know... Weird all day? It's been like two hours. Right, but it's this Steph Curry video that's got you fired up on the Monty Show presented by the Advocates. UtahAdvocates.com. If you've been in a wreck, do you have a workman's comp issue? Yeah, they do workman's comp as well. Check them out online at utahadvocates.com where you never pay some huge retainer or consultation fee. No friends, you don't pay the advocates until they win your case at utahadvocates.com. Well, I don't know what you're looking at. Don't I mean, be a I, freak, man, man. I'm not being weird. Um. All right, what should we talk about today? Um, well, I don't think uh, there was not much happened last night, so I mean, you know. Uh, we could talk BYU football. I, man, we never talk about that. Uh, I mean, Utah's on by. Yeah, we could talk about that. Talk some NFL, Thursday Night Football. RSL. Uh, it's Real Salt Lake, that's please. What, that's what we're leading with today. Real Salt Lake. Right. Uh, the Claret and Cobals. No, uh, no, no. Uh, Salt man. Lake Bees. And they're in their off season. Yeah. Uh, Utah uh, Grizzlies mm-hmm. open up at home tomorrow night. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, good good to get out and uh, see the boys golfing yesterday. Like, there's just nothing to talk about. Yeah, no, there's not really. It's no big stories. Know, yeah. That's um, right, Pete. Yeah, there's not much happening, so. Yeah, okay. Um, yep. It's been a okay. good show. Uh, in fact, our last show. You know, yeah, by the way, today is potentially, potentially, our last show in the Casa de Monte studios. Yeah. Pretty exciting. Yes. You yes. Know. It should be. Anyway, what is everybody talking about the Jazz for? Yeah. Um, they played last night? I see uh, Spencer D says, Suh, dudes, I'm stoked to see a Jazz team with heart that plays hard. Uh, okay. I mean, did they play a game last night? <laughs> okay, you know. we should we should probably stop being jerks about it. Uh, because it's probably <laughs> the only win of the season, so we should enjoy <laughs> that the Utah Jazz smoked the Denver Nuggets 123-102. Yeah. Colin Sexton led the Jazz with 20 points. I think Walker Kessler's double-double is probably the biggest story. Laurie Markkinen, I thought, played pretty well last night. But, Jake, what are your thoughts on on how well the Jazz played? Uh, yeah, you know, I thought they played well. I thought uh, the pace was really nice to see. Um, you know, I thought for the most part that, you know, they lived up to to some of the core fundamentals that, that you know, we kind of expected, which was high energy, you know, work hard team, um, you know, get up and down kind of team. And and I think you saw that last night. Now I will say, um, just being fair about the whole situation, I do think the Nuggets didn't make anything last night, which is why they trailed in this game a lot and they turned the ball over constantly. So they didn't help themselves. But I think, you know, last night is a great representation of what this team is going to be, which is, you know, they may not win, you know, at a six or 700 clip like this team's been winning at the last five years, but this team should be, in a lot of games, and that's why I've been saying I don't think they're tanking. I don't believe in that. I, I just don't think that this team is set up to tank. I think this team is set up to be, 
you know, a losing team, but but be competitive in those losses and provide, you know, exciting basketball. That's that's what I think they've built here. And and yeah, you do have some nice names, some nice stories here, some things to watch, but I'm not gonna sit here and, and tell you guys that that somehow I think the Jazz are better than the Nuggets, or somehow I think that that this is gonna be a playoff team. I think that it's the first game, a home opener at the Viv. Wearing your purple jerseys, I'm not surprised you won the game. Honestly, like I, I, when you think about it, if I just said to you, "Hey, it's opening night, the Jazz are wearing purple, and you're playing at the Viv," well, that's right there. You know, for most Jazz fans, yeah, we're probably winning that game. So, I think it was a great night. I think it was a lot of fun. Nice to have a positive storyline coming out of Game One. Um, yeah, and I think it's just going to come down to consistency. How consistent can this team be? So you're not buying in. No. Okay. Well, a couple of things that come to my mind, Mr. Negative, uh, is that Will Hardy is the right coach for this team. I think the post-game celebration where we saw them just spraying him, mm. uh, you know, with champagne and water and, and water in water, 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 water. Um, you know, I thought was amazing. I mean, knowing where this team is and knowing, um, you know, who Will Hardy is as a young rookie coach, I mean, that there's something to be said for that. I think that that stands out to me. There is actual camaraderie on this team. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the things that also stood out was there was actual want to on the defensive end. And the things that had plagued this team through last year seem to be gone now. And obviously that's because there's a lot of different dudes in that room. But it feels like this is a very different Utah Jazz team. Yeah, 100%. And I think that, you know, it's really interesting when you move guys like Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert and, you know, obviously Bogey and, like, you know, the core fundamental players of what was a, a Jazz playoff team five years in a row. You know, it's you're in the unexpected phase. You're not sure what you're going to get out of this team. And, and, I, and I think we knew all along that this team was going to be high energy, you know. But what is that? How does that pan out on the floor? How does that... What does that look like? And so to me, I think this team, like I said, is more than capable of giving most teams on most nights a problem. You know, that said, I'm not saying they're going to win at a really high rate. I just think that when you play high energy basketball, you know, much like the Houston Rockets last year, where you had all these athletes, you're playing high energy basketball, you know, and if you stay within your offensive scheme, you really should be competitive like that. That to me is is what is what competitive basketball is. Now winning's a different story because I think the NBA is such a tough league to win in that that you know you have to do basically all the little things right to to get a win in the league, but overall, yeah, it's a nice good positive momentum building opening night for the Utah Jazz and yeah, I think Will Hardy does deserve a lot of credit. You know, it would have been easy to come out and you know, get blown out by 25 and, and nobody would have batted an eye at that because we know what to expect. So yeah, I think that I'm not going to get too high on this and, and, and say that, you know, my expectations are somehow different now. You know, like I said, I think this team needs to play 25, 30 games, you know, and, and you'll know exactly who they are after game one. Yeah. It's positive. It's fun. It's fun as hell. It's nice to see this team playing fast basketball that you can watch.
That's I mean, that's you couldn't really ask for much more. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I guess this is just me. I, I feel like you're being a bit of a pessimist. I want to celebrate today. I want to hang a but banner today. What are we today. celebrating? Like what are I we wanna celebrating? put a banner up at Vivint that says Will Hardy's first win. Like, okay, that's great. But like this is so this is what we do though. Oh my god, this they is who won. We are. They, 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 oh my god. Dude, Rudy is the best player in the league's history. Wait, wait, you ready? You ready? <laughs> we yeah, won, thank you. Know? I, mean, I mean, come on, dude. Like, Jesus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that. So, like, for me, I'm not. I'm intentionally not getting too high on this because I just think that, you know, like, yeah, it was a great start to the season, a hundred percent. I'm not putting Colin Sexton's jersey in the rafters after last night. I'm not doing that. You know, like. But I think if you're a Jazz fan, it's a lot of fun. It's like, wow, we we came out, we had a nice night, well, and now we go to the next game. Like, that's that's what I think it is. And, yeah, moments like that in the locker room after the game are a ton of fun. I love that. That's what I think the character and the brand of this team needs to be to keep the fan base engaged. Fun, upbeat, like high-energy, work-hard team. That's what you have to be when you're not – a playoff team or when you're not going to be super, you know, competitive from a, a NBA championship. I, standpoint. I just, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too much of an optimist, but why are we not like all excited about that? I'm super stoked about this. Like, I think this is that night you're clad in not really purple, more bluish purple kind of colors. Uh, the arena looked amazing. The arena was full. The fans were into it. Nobody was talking about Donnie or Gobert and, Colin Sexton gave you 20 points. He led the line. You got young guys in there. Again, I'm I'm most excited about the fact that Walker Kessler had a double-double. I thought that really stood out. Um, I just think that this is everything you wanted as a Jazz fan. Um, and I think there's a lot of people talking Utah Jazz this morning. And for me, that's exciting. Does this mean this is a 40-win team? It's not. It's a 20-30 to 30 win team. Um, does this mean they're a lottery selection? Probably not. But this team is going to be fun. You can see that there's effort and energy. You know what else excites me? You drove up trade value on certain guys last night, I thought. Like, everything that you wanted and needed out of this game, Jake, was there. And it, it just yeah. seems like you're you're a little bit in, in low gear. I, what, what would you have me say? What, what would, like... I, I don't know what 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 am I supposed to be saying like uh, like uh, championship n I'm not gonna do that and I'm happy to play the villain I'm not doing it I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and be like yeah this this team is way better than we thought and you beat a nuggets team that couldn't make anything last night you beat a nuggets team that that clearly is working on getting things going again with Jamal Murray and the chemistry and like there were a lot of things the Nuggets did poorly last night, but that doesn't matter. That's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about that you beat the Nuggets by whatever it was, you know, handily, and it was a lot of fun doing it. There was yes, a lot of was. dunks. There was a lot of transition play. There was a lot of up and down. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, again, you come here for the truth. The truth, in my opinion, is last night was a lot of fun. It's great for Will Hardy to get his first win in his debut. I agree with you. They definitely drove up trade value yeah, last night. Absolutely, like, 100% they did. you did. But I'm not going to get too high on the horse, man. I'm not doing it. Okay. Now, uh, Jordan Clarkson started. And I know we had never, ever said that in the last two days on the show. But it is not at all a surprise. <laughs> you know, receipts. Keep in receipts. Uh, it's not at all a surprise to see Jordan Clarkson starting. How long does that last? Because it was not surprising mm -hmm. 
because it wasn't surprising. Mm -hmm. It was interesting, that lineup last night. I mean, what did you see in the lineup combinations that that you liked? I mean, obviously, I, I know I talked about it already, but I think when you look at the minutes um, that guys played last night, I thought it was incredibly interesting that when you look at the balance of the minutes last night, yeah, you really didn't have somebody playing a ton of minutes other than um, Colin Sexton producing at a very high level. You look at the fact that Kelly Olenek only played 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, that's odd to me that he only played 15 minutes. But look at all the guys who got major minutes. Beasley, Sexton, Kessler. I thought Kessler having 10, 10 boards and, and 12 points was huge. Yeah, well, and I think the other the thing, when I look at these box scores from last night, the thing that I noticed is you're playing 10, 11 guys. And that, to me, is a big change from what you were doing when you were playing like seven, eight guys. And yeah. I know it's only three more players rotating in, but you see the results of that in the minutes load and the workload. And, and I think that, you know, the other thing that you have to consider is like, I, I think forward to how this team, like what potential hurdles for this team might be. And I think if you can keep the workload down and keep the minutes down by spreading it out through, you know, 10 guys, let's say, I think that's really smart. Like you, you need to spread the minutes out. And there's, again, when you're not trying to win a championship, when you're trying to, you know, develop guys. I don't think it's a bad thing to spread these minutes out and give guys good, consistent rotation. And I think last night, you know, you see what happens when you keep everybody engaged. And that's what I'm saying. Like, last night is a huge positive. Last night should be celebrated to a certain extent, but now we're on to game two. You know, like, that's where I think this the mentality of this team needs to be. I And that, to me, is what's really important for a young team is like, hey, you came out opening night and you did your damn job, right? Any, you, uh, any anything positive to say about? I've been Rudy positive. Gay. I've been positive. I've been positive. Hater. Anything positive to say about uh, Rudy? That's it, Skippy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hey, nice night, man. Nice uh, night. You can't again. Another four or guy. six from three. Yeah, yeah. But again. Rudy Gay didn't get a lot of chances under under Snyder's regime, so it'll be Very interesting to see. Very clearly not. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Like, is is he is he a forty percent guy from three in in the correct amount of minutes given to him, or what? You know, what does that look like? What do you do with Fontecchio because he played yes one minute last night? Yeah, congratulations, sir. Welcome to the uh, league. Way to pop that NBA cherry, son. Like, yeah. I mean, that's the issue here. Is that? At some point, when you start looking at rotations and mm -hmm. you start looking at minutes, and it's 17 points on 33 minutes for marketing, well, I'm not taking a single minute away from marketing so Fontecchio can get wet, right? Yeah. I'm not doing that. But I think it'll be interesting to see how Will Hardy works the rotations because you have a lot of guys that can contribute. Now, I mean, you're going to Minneapolis for your first road game on Friday. Rudy Gobert, everybody wanted Rudy Gobert to have a three-pointer last night. Yeah. His big old Kevin Durant foot was on the line. Right. Not a three-pointer. Suck it. Um, <laughs> but I think it's not accidental. Their first road game is in Minneapolis. You weren't expecting this one. I mean, I, not accidental at all, right? Yeah. Like, Do you expect, at what point do you accept, because it feels like you're saying, that this result will not last and it will precipitously fall off. Yeah, it won't last because NBA teams are going to scout this this Utah Jazz team. They're going to find the weaknesses and they're going to execute. And by the way, they're okay. not. How many turnovers did Denver have last night? You have the box in front of you. How many turnovers? Denver had 21 turnovers last 21 night. 21 extra possessions for the Utah Jazz. Jazz had 19 turnovers. So 
you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you look at this score, 123 to 102, and I just look at it from a basketball sense. Again, I'm happy to play the villain. I'm not coming off this 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 hill that I'm dying on, I guess. But I just I look at this box score, and I say, okay, yeah, great night last night. We had a ton of fun. I got to be honest with you. We ordered Papa Murphy's last night, put that thing on the smoker. We're eating pizza while this game was going on, and it was a lot of fun. Like, I had a nice time watching this game. It was. My guy Tyson Whiting was at the game last night. Yeah, dude. Night. Like, Caleb like, was at the game last night. Caleb Harrison like, was, was at the game. It was a lot of fun. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just, I guess the difference for me is I, I know what's coming. I know what lies 10, 15 games down the road. And that's why I'm saying, like, you come to the show for an honest take, and I'm giving you one. Like, yeah, last night was a ton of fun. And I have to say, winning against, particularly winning against the Nuggets in the purple uniform with new guys at the Viv was everything well, you could have ever relax. wanted. It wasn't a purple uniform. It was the mountain uniform. Right. Sorry. Because that's right. not like the purple uniform. I know. It's not the official purple. We get it. You know, I, the, the uniforms are a touchy subject for me. I'm not even going to lie. Like, it, it is not. Why do you think they're a touchy? Like, when you say that, what does that mean? Because it still pisses me off. There's no purple uniform this year. Like, that just drives yeah, me crazy. Yeah, and you but. go on Twitter, and what are all the Jazz fans saying? This is amazing. Why are we not getting this for, you know, like, why is this not just our main home uniform? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. what people want. Because the white one's terrible. But anyway, here and there. I thought it was a good night. Let's celebrate with you. Um, I want to play this uh, locker room celebration one more time because I think it's really important. Um, Will Hardy got his first win, and the guys were very happy for him. I mean, it's just so good. It's yeah. such a good moment. It yes. feels good. It really feels good. I, honestly, today it feels good to be a Utah Jazz fan. Yeah, 100%. And you're going to have a lot of down nights. Enjoy this one. Because Friday, you're probably going to Minneapolis to die. Frankly, it's, it's going to be a very tough team. We saw that last night. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns doesn't really play well. And they win, right? I mean, it just is. It's tough. So uh, let's get your comments in here. Um, as we talk Utah Jazz this morning, and look at all the folks, man. Look at all I, the excited before folks. Before we get to these, I, I will say it is really nice to have it back. I, I will say that. Like, it is really nice to have the NBA back. It was back, good you know? to see DeMar operating last night, and the Bulls win, the Suns win, my guy Book. <laughs> my guy Book had 28 <laughs> points. Like, I mean, DeMar, my other dude. Like, it, right. it was It was awesome. I don't know what to tell you about Donnie because he had 31 last night. 31 for and nine. I'm telling you, homie is going to come out. Yes, and yes, yes. Donovan Mitchell is going to be an MVP candidate this year. He is that guy. Darius Garland left that game injured with an eye injury. Like Donovan Mitchell's that dude. And mm -hmm. and by the way, and we probably shouldn't do this because it's going to piss off Jazz fans. He actually played really good defense last night. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? No. No. Nope, you're not wrong. <laughs> All right, Just what saying. are the people saying? Mark Hale's first in. What's up, Mark? Good morning, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate that, buddy. KJ, what's up? Kenai Johnson, top of the morning, fellas. It was a great game to watch last night, all-around team effort. That's the other thing. Yeah. Kenai, you're exactly right. 
everybody contributed. Everybody that played was working hard. It was nice to see like system, continuity, no Donnie versus everybody else, no hero ball, no. Yeah, the ball definitely moves, and that's more, way more enjoyable to watch. And you know what? If if it's Kelly Olynyk for 15 minutes, that's a lot more palatable than, hey, 25 minutes out of out of Kelly Olynyk, who's here because he's friends with Danny Ainge. Yeah. Like, it's a lot more. I can take a lot more of that. Edgar Garcia said, good morning, players. The Nuggets definitely look rusty, but the Jazz. Yeah, that's right. Um, Austin Napierski, what's up, my friend? He says, Walker Kessler looked promising. That's my one guy last night. Yeah. Walker Kessler looks like he's a baller. He looks like he can play. Uses his size well, moves well. I didn't realize he was that athletic. Yeah. He moves well. Like, it's good to see that. I, I just, I've, man, he's the guy that I'm excited about. Mike Chase says, morning, fellas, please with the win. Kessler and Laurie uh, looked good. We might have a bright future. I think you would, but I'm telling you, Laurie Markinen's going to get traded. Uh, Teddy Wayman, how's it going? Morning, guys. That was a pleasant surprise last night. I expected a blowout the other way around. Everybody yeah. did. Yeah. Everybody did. Uh, Jonah Robinson says, uh, good to see the Jazz win. Give me Laurie over Gobert 10 times out of 10. Did you all see that spacing? Well, well I think that's another great point because yeah. the ball moves and because they play system basketball, there's good spacing. Yeah. There's good cutting. There's good passing. Like it was actual, like real basketball last night. Yeah. No. And I, and I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I've been saying. Like most of like for the last probably two weeks, like this team is going to give the teams they play problems. There's like, I don't have any doubts about that because Will Hardy will force them to move the ball and, and and swing it. And when you swing the basketball, what you will see is you move the defense from left to right and it opens up opportunities. It's getting colder out. So I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning with a little bit of like a clicking shoulder. Damn. You know, like that. Damn. You just and so I was just no. sitting here. I was sitting here moving my shoulder, and it could be. By the way, I got my flu shot oui. yesterday. We oui. we oui. oui. got our flu shots yesterday. Yeah. So my my upper arm is a little sore, and I don't. We used to work out. I don't work out anymore. Yeah, I mean, we don't. We don't. We you know, don't work we out. We used anymore. to go yeah, to the gym every day, yeah, like le- anymore, legit yeah. seven days a week. We don't do that anymore. But I I just popped my shoulder. It feels much better. Uh, MY Monty fan. Good morning, sir. He says, good morning. When I checked into the game last night in the second quarter, I thought there was truly an issue with ESPN's website. Happily surprised. Yeah. And I, again, I enjoy <laughs> it. Enjoy it for sure. Enjoy it for sure. Enjoy it. Yeah. Like you look around the NBA last night, dude, there were some shocking outcomes. None yeah. was more shocking than the jazz. Yeah. None like that. We, 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 we were keeping a pretty good eye on the uh, Knicks game. Yeah. Jalen Brunson's everything you want him to be. Mm-hmm. Well, we tell you about that cat, RJ Barrett. Did not play well last night and they lost. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, I Zion looked really good. The Nets did not. Thanks. My predictions have not looked good. <laughs> like Philly, Brooklyn at the top of the East doesn't look so good. Right. So I'm, I might be a little worried about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, again, it, it's a opening opening night, you know, over the first couple of days of the season is always an interesting time. It is. Uh, Holabilly says 75 first half points. Oh, mama. Love the effort from everyone. Also, Donnie and Rudy were amazing. I'm excited. Donnie was amazing. He was. Donnie by himself. Donnie's amazing. 
Rudy, eh. I'm not paying that cat 40 million bucks a year. Oh. I'm telling you. Oh. I'm not. BB, is it just me or the Jazz don't even know how to tank correctly? I mean, this is terrible. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I don't. They're not tanking. They're not. They, I, they're just not. No. Raphael, talking with Raphael, says, good morning, casuals. Happy Friday Eve. What a game. From what I watched, the Yankees were playing too. They, but they, they were playing the game. <laughs> Justin Verlander's a dude. Uh, Steve Hambone, good job, Jazz. It'll be fun watching them grow. I agree. Spencer D. Already read that one. BB. So the Jazz win. Why are we giving so many minutes to guys that won't be on this team in a year? Well, I, I think you want to win games. One, two. You need an All Star. Yeah. Any doubt that Markinen or Sexton is going to be that all-star? No doubt. No, no doubt, doubt at all. No, it's those two guys. And, I, and, and look, again, I, I think it's it, like, I, I don't know why you're concerned about playing guys, you know, who, quote, aren't going to be here in a year. I think Markinen has the opportunity if they play well. Like, if the Jazz somehow, let's say the Jazz reach 35 wins. Let's just use that as a benchmark. If they reach 35 wins, it's going to be much tougher to trade some of these guys. Like, if you think about you know, building and the path to getting back to the postseason. Like, Markkinen, if he plays well the way he has for other teams the last couple of years, I'm not so sure that he's going to get traded. Like, I think he can be an asset. He is a good player. You know, like, Colin Sexton should be here. So that that's what I'm saying. Like, Well, yeah. Colin signed an extension, so. Yeah, but, like, my point is, is, like, when you look around the roster with the guys playing – they're not just going to play six, seven guys like they have been. They're going to play everybody, and they're going to figure out what groups are good together and what groups are not. The thing I will continue to struggle with over this year and next year, why why philosophically did you trade Donovan Mitchell? That's because it still to this day doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It, it, it just, it really doesn't. Rec one, what's up, man? Uh, Saw, guys, I'm glad the NBA came back. I'm not a football person at all. Got you, got you. I Jake, didn't know those existed. Jaden King says, I like seeing people actually hustle on the Jazz. It's nice that everyone plays defense. We don't have to just funnel to our center like we did with Gobert. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. Yep. I mean, well said, BB. Just like Jazz Audio, we don't know how uh, to lose well. I mean, does everybody want this I don't team understand. to tank? So here's so BB. This is what I don't understand, man. Like, I don't understand what your mindset is with this team. With all due respect, like I don't understand why you're on this tanking train. They're not tanking, man. Like you, you, you have to understand this. There's a difference between tanking and trying to win like 15 games versus chopping your salary down, getting your financial house in order to put you in a position to go and make trades, whether that be to trade up in the draft or just to straight up trade to get players or whatever, basically to put you in a position to operate so then two years from now you can be a playoff team again. Like those are two different paths and you need to recognize that and you need to understand that that this team is not tanking and your attitude shouldn't be, hey, this team doesn't even know how to tank. Like that to me is... You know, again, with all due respect, that to me is just being overly negative. Well, I would agree with that. Utah Jazz Talk on the Monty Show presented by Triday Trading, TridayTrading.com slash Monty. You want to get off the hamster wheel of looking for a, a side hustle? You want to find a career that can support the lifestyle you want to live? 
That's day trading, and nobody teaches you, mentors you, and coaches you through your day trading career like the guys at TriDayTrading.com. Watch a free webinar. That's all we're asking you to do. There's no obligation. There's no cost involved. TriDayTrading.com slash Monty, and the best part of this whole thing is once you get through their program and you're ready to start trading, you don't trade with your own money. You trade with TriDayTrading.com's money. And when you make money, they give you 50% of the profit. Utah Jazz Talk on the Monty Show, presented by TridayTrading.com. I'll just say straight away, like, I agree this team should not and is not tanking. Yeah. And I think when you look at the group of guys that's here, this isn't a roster built to tank. This isn't a bunch of young guys. This isn't, you know, playing Fontecchio 25 minutes. This is... A, a group of veterans with a nice nice mix of young guys. Walker Kessler showed you he's developed a little bit. Um, I mean, obviously, this organization right now with David Fisdale being here, a young coach in Will Hardy, clearly has an eye towards development. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But you look around this, the, the rest of this league, the teams that are at the top of the, you know, at the of the table, they have guys that they've developed. And I think that the Utah Jazz now know that they have to do that. Um, but you also have to go out and get big, big free agents, whether it's Chris Paul, Kevin Durant. Um, you know, you look at the way that, that Milwaukee, for instance, has mixed in guys in and around uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. You, you, you have to have your core of youngs, but you also have to have veterans who can bring them up and make them better. Yeah. And I think that's where the Jazz are at. I truly don't see a situation where they're trying to lose every game possible. That's not what this is very clearly. Yeah. That's not what this is. Now, if they're three and 35 at some point, okay, well, you're doing a great job. You're terrible. Let's keep losing every game we can lose. That's not where they're going to be. They're good enough. Now we know after last night, they're good enough to win 30 games. Yeah. And if this team wins 30 games, you're not going to be anywhere near in position, in my opinion, uh, to compete for Victor Wambanyama or anybody else. Uh, you know, Scoot Henderson, anybody that you want to point to, you're not going to be one of the top 10 teams yeah. probably in this draft. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see where they end up as we're talking Utah Jazz basketball. Thanks to our friends at Tri-Day Trading. Uh, Austin Napierski says, Walker Kessler, that's it. Yep. Uh, like, that's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. Dax Johnson. Johnson. So you have to pause. Dax, like possessive. Dax is Johnson. Giselle's uh, Bunchton. Bunchton. Says uh, Mike Conley for All-Star. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. You know. Uh, let's see. Austin uh, Napierski says Dax Johnson for the spelling bee. There you go. Okay. Good morning, Kurt Myers. Uh, Jose says, uh, imagine Will Hardy coaching the Don and Rudy team. Nah, I'm nah. fine. Nah. I'm fine. Nope. Uh, Deuce, what's up, buddy? Hope you had a good time at the game. Hard to lose when you got a few seven-footers on the court at the same time. We really gave Jokic trouble. Well, I think one of the things that was so clear is that when, go back the last several years, Jokic had a field day against Rudy Gobert. So we talk about this, oh, generational defensive player. Maybe Rudy is, not against Jokic. Jokic was able to shoot threes against Rudy. Like, you were able to ball fake him for three and then go to the basket. Well, you didn't see that. Because you had team basketball and you have active athletic bigs on the perimeter now who can keep a hand up, who can stay in front of Jokic. And I think that made a big difference last night. So, Deuce, I think you're exactly right. 
Um, Dax says, come on, man, it's early. It is early. <laughs> it's very early. Uh, BB says, guys like Curry and LeBron win titles. We are not getting it in free agency or trade. We need it in the draft. Wait, so wait, let me understand this. So you're not getting star talent in trade. Is there rules against that or <clears throat> I because I, I'm confused about that. You can trade for anybody in the league you want. Quite literally anybody you want. Winning fixes the issue. Win games. I think you saw that when you win games and you do it with guys that you've developed, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, it's much easier to plug in and trade for guys like Jordan Clarkson, which is how this team was built essentially. It's easier to go and get a guy like Mike Conley, who, yeah, you way overpaid for him not once but twice, but when you got him, everybody was on board with it. Mm -hmm. When you are better, you will get better talent. If you're terrible, I don't see any major free agent going to Oklahoma City. Yeah. Right? But eventually, free agents are going to want to go to Houston when they see how much of that young talent is developing. So I look at, you know... Paulo Bancaro last night, stud. stud. Unbelievable performance. You don't think guys are going to want to play with him in Orlando where there's no state income tax? Come on now. Are you serious? I think they will. There's no doubt about that. So I think winning cures everything. Talent cures everything. Culture cures everything. I And BB, I don't know why you're so down this morning. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm surprised that there is a certain level of negativity in the comments. I'm high as a kite on the on the Utah Jazz right now. Uh-huh. Like, this is one of the best moments of this coming season. Right. You better enjoy this because, in all likelihood, this is going to be a rare occasion. Right? Yeah. They're going to win games, but you're going to lose an awful lot of games. You play 82 games a year. If you only win 30, that means you lost... 52 games. You're going to lose more than you're going to win. Yeah. Enjoy these nights. Enjoy these morning afters. Go to work and talk your junk. You know, like, because yeah. we all actually stand around water coolers, right? Yeah. Oh, I for mean, sure. Yeah. 100%. Yep. Yep. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, have fun with it. Look, let's play the Steph Curry video real quick. The Suns last night. Won a game because Devin Booker's a stud. Right, right. Well, and Damian Lee, Steph Curry's brother-in-law, who Damian's married to Steph's sister, uh, Damian Lee had himself a, a sequence where he hit back-to-back threes, played incredible defense. The Suns wind up winning the game, and Steph Curry was thrilled. <laughs> Stick with it. The kids asleep. I don't care. Stick with it. No, no. Woo! What? I'm sorry. I can't. It's crying. I woke him up. There you go, D. Lee. See, that's how you should be feeling this morning. Yeah. First of all, look. I got news for you. If you don't like Steph Curry, you're just a you're a dick. Like there. How do you not like Steph Curry? Right? And you look at him celebrating. He's at Steph's a Golden State Warrior. You may have heard that. Yeah. He's celebrating the Phoenix Suns winning. Because <laughs> that's his brother-in-law. That's his yeah. boy. They were on the table teammates for several years. And yes. That's goodness, dude. Yeah. And 
And the part I love is that his wife is sitting there, Aisha Curry sitting there in the background, being like, dude, bro, like how many times his husband and wife have we had this discussion? Hey, man, the kid's asleep. The kid, come, come on. The kid. <laughs> how many times have we had that? <laughs> come on. Yeah, Dave. Stick with it. Stick with it. The kid's asleep. I don't care. Stick with it. What? I'm sorry, I can't. It's crying. I woke him up. There you go, D Lee. <laughs> I love it. I yeah. just classic, classic. There were so many great moments in the NBA last night. I yeah. mean, and, and I, I understand that he's he's a fat ass, but how are you not happy for Zion Williamson today? Yeah, dude. Right? Like, how are you? First like, of all. I understand he's a fat ass. Yeah, look, it's a glandular issue, man. Fat, I mean, this pituitary it's metabolism and, and stuff. You know, like... Yeah. I'm a man. You know, but how many times has that guy been called fat and told he was a bust, and last night he comes fat. back and leads them in Brooklyn to a win? I I don't know. I look yeah. at I look at, as a Bulls fan, I'm, I'm in like a Twitter, social media universe of Bulls fans. And like three hours before tip, uh, Zach Levine's going to miss time with a knee injury. And it's just this thing where it's like, come on, bro. Come on. And then my guy, DeMar DeRozan, gets nutty. Yeah. And wins the game for the Bulls against the Heat. I'm like, a man. It was a great night of basketball last yes. night. It's so good. Like watching the the flipping Knicks last night. See, things are starting to come together now in life. You know, you, you ever just take a step back yes. and you're like, hey, dude, things are starting to come together. Like studio's going to be done. You know, the weather's cooling off now. Anybody see that big weather change for next week? Like it's going to be high next of 55. Week, like Saturday. Okay, Saturday, whatever day it is. I don't know. But like the weather's changing. It's fall now. Smoker and pizza. Like we got it all going, man. And that's what I'm saying. Like. You have to be in good spirits this morning, you know? I, I, I'm I not going to get too high and, and go say crazy things, but last night was a really enjoyable night. It was night. fun. Yeah. Watching John Morant fly to the rim. Dude, and, and that was, dude, Jalen Brunson is a savage for that charge. And that John was Morant. a charge. That was a charge, yeah. You got to give Jalen credit, but my God, John Morant, dude. Like, dude, guy's I, it, crazy. It was interesting. And like watching Donnie and, and Rudy. Yeah. Like we're flipping around last night. Donovan Mitchell's a stud. I'm telling you now, you can hate on that dude all you want. Donovan Mitchell's a stud. What he did last Donnie, night, please. I look at Brunson, and Brunson had a big game last night 15 points, nine dimes, six boards, like leading the floor, like on the floor, a floor general. Doing exactly. what you paid him to do. And, you know, like you you look at RJ Barrett going 0 of 6 from three with How about Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish last night had some moments. Um, great defensive stops, a block, hits a big three, scores 22 points on three of six from three. Posterized a couple people. Yeah, I mean, like, th that was huge. And then you look at at the, the Cavs dropping it to Toronto, and you, you understand that, hey, the Jazz played in Cleveland last night. Donnie has a big game, and the Cleveland Cavaliers lose. Hey, guys. Right, but he scores 31 points. Two of eight from three, 12 of 21 from the floor. That's the Donovan Mitchell we all know and hate. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm, I mean, it's, 
it just feel it, it's great to have the NBA. Yes, dude. I, I don't know. And hey, look, mix in your NBA takes. Like, who did you see last night? What did you watch? What were you excited about? By the way, the Clippers still haven't played. They open up against the Lakers tonight. Big game. Super excited about watching the Clippers John play. I think Wall. I think John Wall, Paul George, and and Claw are going to be. Yeah, I mean, dude. That's a yes. team. I'm expecting John Wall to stay healthy, but he's probably going to get hurt. But if those three stay healthy for even 70 games, you're screwed. Yeah, dude. Like, they're going to win. Yeah, it's a problem. They're going to win a, t- a ton of games. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Holabilly uh, says uh, Dallas was up 62-45 at half. Them boys choked big time. Who cares? I cannot stand. <laughs> I cannot stand. Luka Doncic last night gets a layup, and he wasn't really fouled. And he's like... Like, shut the fuck, man, get out of here. I'm going to get medieval on your ass. And then he, like, nobody's around him. He misses a three, and he's throwing his arms up at the official. Like, I, there are few players who are more unlikable. Like, how do you like Luka Doncic? Yeah. How do you like him? Like, he's a fabulous player, but shut up. Yeah. Like, throwing water bottles again. and like, Yeah. Man, get, get out of here. Yeah. He drives me crazy. He does. Like, yeah, Holy Billy. Paolo looked like a straight-up baller. Yeah, savage, dude. Boncaro's going to be a stud. Well, and you know the guy can play when he just looks totally comfortable out there. Like, totally in his element. Nice and smooth, you know. Boyd Lake says, guys, guys, guys. Football music is 10 minutes away. Love you, boy. Good to see you, my friend. Good morning to you. <laughs> That's becoming his signature. Scott Mansfield says, great show. I respect your knowledge. Question, has there ever been an NBA team of randoms in a rebuilt season that made the playoffs and competed? I mean. Well, I mean, is it harsh to say randoms? I mean, randoms, you know, there, there are I, definitely some names on I mean, the team. Bulls after Jordan retired to play baseball. Remember that Tony Kukoc heave? But you have Hall of Famers on that team. Like, yeah. It's tough to say randos. That's a tough question to answer. The yeah. an- honestly, I'd have to think about it. But I mean, this is randos. I mean, there, there's no doubt this Jazz team is a bunch of randos. Yeah. Right. I mean. Yeah. But the and the interesting thing about the Jazz, and I think we've talked a lot about this. The interesting thing to me about the Jazz is you don't know these guys. Yeah. You don't know these uniforms. What do you, you know? You, you That's the question. But you don't know the arena. You don't know the floor. I mean, it's it, everything's new. Like this, the the jumbotron in the middle of Vivint is amazing. Yeah, the 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 ribbon boards, the scoreboards in the corner. I mean, that place is off the chain. Like Uncle it Rio. looks flipping amazing Uncle on TV. Rio. And Caleb Deuce was there. I'd love to hear like anybody in the building. How did you like Vivint last night? What did it look like? Like Tyson Whiting again, my uh, play the the voice of the Utah Grizzlies. Tyson Whiting was there, and he texted me a picture. And it just looked unbelievable. It was the fans were into it. Obviously, winning was great. Yeah. But the building on its own, the floor was beautiful. I love that simplistic floor. I actually think in the the scope of this rebrand, the floor is actually one of the things that looks best. Yeah. That purple I, mountain floor is unreal. Yeah, and I, and I think the 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 iconic retro you know logo at center core, like it, it just I think so. I think last night. You know, because it was opening night at the Viv, you you have this dynamic where you're you're just it just feels good to have the game back. You know, just even if it was even if the Jazz had lost by thirty, let's say 
it still would have felt good because the game's back, you know, and you can see, you know, you can kind of see after one game, ironically, like one where game. where this where this team can kind of go and what their path is kind of going to look like. And and that's why I say like I'm you're never going to catch me being the guy on Twitter, you know, as someone who really follows this team and talks about them every day. That's going to get too high on them, you know, because I know the I know the adversity's coming. I know like I know what this season's going to look like before it happens. You can see where this is going to go, but I I have to say like it needs to be said. Last night was a lot of fun. You couldn't have asked for a better start, man. Like if you're a Jazz fan, I agree with you. You should be celebrating this morning. It, it, I mean, I just think it, it it's awesome. By the way, uh, somebody, uh, Jake on Twitter is asking about Jabari Smith last night. Yeah. 33 minutes, 6 of 17. Seven boards, 17 points. Like that team in Houston, I yeah. don't ever want to see them. Yeah, they're going to be a problem for sure. Like you, they lost 117-107 to Atlanta. You had in double figures last night, Jabari Smith, uh, Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green. Um, you you have a guy in Eric Gordon who I would think at some point you're going to trade him. But you look at the youngs on that team, and you just start to realize, dude, the Houston Rockets are going to be tough. Yes. Like I, I mean, I, I don't even know. They're issues defense, not offense. Yeah. Kenyon <laughs> Martin Jr., 23 minutes, 6 points, 5 rebounds. Um, I mean, you, you look at some of the – the stuff going down on that team, and I just – I don't even know how you – I have no idea how you even deal with them. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm being serious. Um, I, I, I don't – I don't know. Uh, BB says Paolo – do you mean Paolo? Pablo was the was what pick in the draft? One, I think. Paolo Moncaro was number one overall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, going Ham Sports says I'm a man. Yes, that's that's correct, sir. Con Okay. Uh, hey, Jake, are you, you going to bring the KD cutout to hey, the studio? Hey, you're damn right I am. Damn right I am. Hell yeah. You can bring the fathead oh, with yeah, you? Oh, yeah, dude. We're bringing Baker. We're, bring, we're, we're bringing all this stuff, bro. We're really hoping to do 24 hours from now to be sitting at Maverick Center. We'll and, see. And, and, and I'll keep it real. I mean, obviously, there's going to be, a, there's gonna be a, a process to getting the studio fully built out with, like, all the little accoutrements and, like, everything, you know, because we have things to do during the day but we're we're really trying to get in there tomorrow we really are yeah that'd be awesome um let's see uh gage carter says luca is such a cries cry bit yes gage. Uh, yeah he is and again it's only been one night yeah paulo uh looking like a straight up killer hullabilly says he was really good i watched i only watched about three minutes but looking at the highlights of that game he looks unbelievable tanner says olinic is a crybaby too sadly yeah i don't know about that i don't know about that Cody Strickland says, by the way, Monty, how about them Nets? One game. One game. Alex Chacon says, Monty, Io DeSumo looked like uh looked really good starting a point guard for your Bulls last night. I'm telling you, Io DeSumo's a stud. I mean, he is he's really you know what he looks like he did? He looks like he learned to shoot a three more consistently. Yeah. He looks, man. I have high hopes for the Bulls. I mean, they have a pretty solid bench. I don't know what Patrick Williams is. There was all that rage over the summer about whether to include Patrick Williams in a trade for for Rudy Gobert, and they didn't want to do it. And Patrick I'm, Williams is a project. You're moving him along. He just needs more time. I think so. For what it is? I think so. But we're uh, we're I say we, the Bulls are screwed because of Zach Levine. I just am. I'm off that train, dude. Like when yeah. he's healthy, he's a stud. The, but the knee is clearly a problem for him. This case, I mean, is he doesn't play last night, and and. 
I, I just think DeMar is one of the most undervalued players in the league. Yeah. Uh, I just love that guy. Watching DeMar DeRozan play. It's beautiful mm. basketball. H.E. Pennypacker says, Lakers are a play-in team, and they extended Palinka. Seriously. They looked, I mean, they just looked like trash the other night. Like, uh, the, the I, I don't understand how you didn't, did you guys see Boyan last night? Like, 6 of 10 from 3, 24 points. Like Yeah, dude. How did the Lakers not trade with the Jazz for Boyan Bogdanovich? And this was after LeBron comes out and says they don't have three-point shooting. I'm just, I'm amazed by, yeah, that thing the other night where after the game he was talking about no, how they don't have no. three-point shooting, is it's amazing to me. I think we're getting great looks, I think, um, but it also could be teams giving us great looks. I mean, if you be completely honest, we're not a team that's constructed of, of great shooting. And that's just the, the truth of the matter is. It's not like, you know, we're sitting here with uh, a lot of lasers on our team. So, you know, but that doesn't deter us from still trying to get great shots. And when we get those opportunities, you take them. Yeah, you take them. But when we're not a team of great shooters. Yeah. Talking right at Rob Palinka, the general manager, who, yeah, exactly right, H.E. Pennypacker. They extended Rob Palinka's contract. I, I don't think there's any doubt. Nobody nobody has any delusions of grandeur with that team. Yeah. They're not going to be good. And you can start AD at the five and LeBron at the three four and bring Russ off the bench. Russ actually looked good off the bench the other night, I thought. Like yeah. all this is well and good. You're not going to win games. Because mm -hmm. you they can't shoot threes. Their best three point shooters are not on that team anymore. Mm -hmm. And they had a deal for Boyan Bogdanovich and chose not to make it. Like, chose not to make it. And last night, he he balls out for the Pistons. Like, 6 of 10 from 3, it's it's classic Boyan. Yeah. The guy that we all know and loved, well, know and liked, as a jazz man. Yeah. Out there knocking down threes for day one. I mean, yeah, whatever. Uh, Casual Kel says, Kessler is 100% a, a, a 100% shooter in his career. He'll never miss a shot, ever. Yeah, nope. I, I think... Listen, again, if you're just tuning in here at 649, football at 50 and 60 seconds, but Walker Kessler is the story of the Utah Jazz last night. Yes. I understand that Colin Sexton had 20 and Laurie was great, and Walker Kessler's double-double is a shot over the bow of that kid's potential. Yeah. And if he ever turns into a 20 and 10 guy, he's going to be a savage. He is, the, he is a guy that you can see why they wanted him in that deal. You can see why they wanted him. And is he Paolo Bancaro? No, he's not. But Walker Kessler is a skilled big. And if homie is going to play the way he played last night, he's going to be a 20 and 10 guy this season because he will get better. He will get better. And I, I have no doubt um, that he will get better. And I have no doubt that every hour, 10 in the hour, we do football at 50 on the Monty Show presented by Papa Murphy's Pizza. Download the Papa Murphy's app as I did last night. We actually had the thin crust last night at Papa Murphy's. Pretty good. It was very good. It was very and yeah, I put pineapple on the pizza. What about it? Damn right. What do you want to do about it? You coming for this act? No, no, you're not. No, you're not. Anyway, point is, uh, use the promo code Monty25. I have no idea what that was. Uh, biggest stories in the NFL, dude. 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 Did you guys hear what Tua Tungavailoa said about his concussion? Listen to how Tua Tungavailoa described his feelings the night he had that severe concussion, I think, three weeks ago in Cincinnati. There was a point where um, 
I was I was unconscious, so I, I couldn't, you know, really tell what was going on. Um, so, you know, when when I did come to and kind of realize uh, what was going on, what was happening, you know, I I never I didn't think of of anything, um, you know, long term or short term. I was just wondering what happened. Uh, so yeah. You remember much about that night? Yeah, I remember the entire night up to the point where uh, I got tackled. Uh, but yeah, after after I got tackled, I, I don't remember uh, much from from there getting carted off. I don't remember that, um, but I do remember uh, you know things uh, that were going on when I was in the ambulance and then when I arrived at the hospital. Bro. Are you kidding me? Out Cold doesn't remember hitting his head on the turf. I, I don't understand, like, what is the value of this? And if I am Tua Tungabailoa, I and you can sit here and tell me that independent neurologists have said there's no long-term damage, I'm not buying that. Yeah. I, I just, football is so scary to me, and these guys that bang their faces into each other or their heads on the turf multiple weeks in a row, like, it's terrifying to me. It is, and the way that Utah's uh, Sunday or Saturday, Thursday night games going, they're coming off of a bye into Thursday night. That's how Thursday night sh- football should be played. You should only play Thursday night football coming out of a bye. I don't know how you schedule that or if it's possible, but this stuff where you play Sunday, Thursday in the NFL is absolutely wrecking these guys. Yeah, Like listening to him say he doesn't remember – that, and, and hey, I'm probably glad you don't remember, but that's it's gnarly, bro. Come on, I dude. mean, it's absolutely gnarly. What and are we I, doing? Yeah, and I think that uh, I I don't know, man. You, I think these guys got to start making choices about their long term health. But again, I'm not in their shoes. You got to prioritize long term health. Uh, back to the Jazz in seven minutes. Uh, football fifty, New Orleans at Arizona on Thursday night football. Cardinals are two and a half. Yeah, Over under forty four. Yeah, this is a this is if the Cardinals lose this game, there is going to be some serious ramifications. Does, if I they think. if they lose this game, does Cliff Kingsbury get fired? I think so. I think you have you do. to. Yeah, I, well, I think you have to because you're you're you can't continue to be mediocre. Like you're getting, and again, I know they just traded for Robbie Anderson, but and he's not going to play a lot tonight. Well, and but, you're getting hot back tonight, and you're getting hot back tonight. But if you think about it, like you got to start winning games here, man. Like, I, what, what else do you need? Like, I'm no uh, Steve Kime fan, but he is getting uh, them talent. It's Drunky the Clown, please. Yeah, you know, like he is getting them talent. Yeah, I, I don't know how you keep Cliff Kingsbury if he – they lose this game tonight. Listen, it, it, in all honesty, I would take the, the Cardinals. Two and a half, I would cover that. I'd go over the 44 because I think with Hopkins back, they can score four touchdowns. Yeah. I can't. I just don't see a way the Cardinals lose this game. With the way the defense is coming around, conceivably, you got to fix the offense, and I think you do that with DeAndre Hopkins. So I would tell you, if you're a betting man, and I know here in the great state of Utah, we don't bet. In Utah. We don't ever bet in Utah. I mean, we don't do that. Betting is strictly legal. If you have a problem with gambling, call one eight hundred. You're fucked. Uh, but the point is, <laughs> all right. Excuse my friends. One eight. Oh, here. Hold on. Hold on. You know. Uh, okay, call- go ahead. Go ahead. We don't gamble in this state. Call 1-800-GAMBLERS-ANONYMOUS. If you have a problem, dude, two and a half, take the Cardinals in the over. 
in this game. We'll see how accurate I am. And yes, DeAndre Hopkins back on the field tonight. Hey, real quick before we get out of here on Football 50, what do you guys make of this Tom Brady story? Yeah. So you saw over the weekend that that now going through a divorce, Tom Brady, Giselle bunched him one to ten. Eight. An eight? Yeah. She's yeah. an eight. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm down. Uh. Well, no, she's down. Uh. You know. Um. Now getting divorced from Giselle's Bunchton. Tom Brady's been cranky. On over the weekend, he yelled, cursed, screamed again at his offensive line. Yeah. And they are supporting him, saying that yeah, I want my quarterback pissed off when we don't protect him. Is it a bad look for TB12 to be yelling at his offensive line? No, I don't think it's a bad look. I think we've seen this time and time again in his career. And, and frankly, I think that, you know, you know, this year in particular, he's been distracted with off-the-field stuff regularly. So now more than ever, he needs people on the offensive line, his wide receivers. Like, everyone else has to do their job more because Tom Brady's not, you know, not there every single day to babysit, you know? Do you, so it's like, do you like or hate Tom Brady? No, I like him. I, I respect him. You know, I, I, I this divorce stuff and everything, I, you know, that that's an off-the-field issue that I think is obviously going to play out. But, like, just from a football standpoint, I love what Tom Brady's done. I think it's he's the ultimate competitor. Yeah, I, I love Tom Brady. I'll be honest with you. I think playing at 61 years old is probably not smart. Um, but I think Tom, I, how gangster is it for Tom Brady to be like, yeah, I don't need Giselle's bunched in. I'm Tom, I'm TB12. I'm Tom Brady. Superhero, man. You know, uh, trust me. I'll That's re- the vibe. I'll replace Giselle's bunched in. Like when you're able to just walk away from it. Yeah. Like that's his choice. You know? So let me get this right. Forget how much he's worth. She's worth hundreds of millions. She's Jake calls Giselle Bunchton an eight out of ten. Right. She is a supermodel. By the way, she is Brazilian, so you know that wax is intact. Right. Like Giselle's all right, right? Yes. And Tom's like, nah, nah. Take your dustpan and hit the hit the road. Like, are you serious right now with yeah, Tom Brady? Yeah, like he's he's dude, he's making choices. I yeah. you know I don't know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hullabilly says I'm a Pats fan. Jesus, who do you like that anybody else likes? You like the Minnesota so, Wild. So Nobody wait, else okay. does. We're gonna hit pause here. So wait, let me get this right. <laughs> you're a Wild fan. You're a Lake or a Dodger fan. He's a Dodgers fan. And now you're telling me you're a Pats fan. You're treading very close to being a front runner. Do you ability. wear like a bulletproof vest when you leave the house? Because everybody hates you. Holy yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, how do you? How do you? How are you a fan of all these teams? How does that work, bro? Like what? What? Oh my what, god! Like, like how? Who hurt you, Hullabilly? Who? I'm. I'm on it. Hullabilly, Uncle Monty has a soft spot in his heart. Not for you, obviously, as a Patriots fan. But anyway, the point is, who hurt you, Hullabilly? Like. It's okay. Therapy is available. By the way, did you see the uh, Padres one yesterday? Hello, Billy. How you doing, bro? Anyway, the point is... Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> you opened yourself up for this, Hello, Billy. It's not my fault. It's your fault. Uh, you know, uh, Teddy Wayman says, hey, I'm a Pats fan here, boys. What? Yeah, but okay, but see, this is different. Why are you a Pats fan? If you're a Pats fan because you're like from there or your family was. He's or you not have from a there. Well, I'm just asking, what's the reason? What's your why? Nobody's a Pats fan. Well. No, it, this, 
Nobody can no. kick it. We'll no. flow. Nobody. No. Uh, let's see. Alex Chacon says, speaking of the Pats, Bailey Zappi, Zappi, Zippy. Hey, hey, Skippy. Uh, hey, Zappos. Looks like he's gunning for Mac Jones's job. Yeah, Bailey Zappi actually has played pretty well. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that. I thought Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is a decent quarterback. I don't know that he, he's certainly not a franchise level quarterback. Stop it, Boyd. Dude. Now Boyd Lake's a Pats fan. How many Pats fans do we have on the show? Like, you know. Uh, Crazy Tom shows up right before Super Bowls. Okay. Teddy Wayman says 22 years of Pats Nation. Okay, so I can respect that. That's wow. fine. That's fine. I'm, wow. st- I'm waiting for Holabilly's explanation as to how he's a Minnesota Wild fan, wow. a Pats fan, and then a Dodgers fan. James Knight says, uh, you would say that being a Tanner, being a virgin. Tanner's married. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Mrs. Monty thinks she can talk in the background. Oh while we my have headphones god, on. dude! What did you say, Mrs. M? Okay, so apparently the A word thinks that I wanted to play the rain sounds. Okay, okay. I'm 100 percent sure that Tanner's not a virgin. He's not only married but has whoa, a baby. Whoa, whoa, this is whoa. a family what do you show. Mean? You're 100 percent sure. Put- the screw in the hole in order to make Bro, the baby. this is this is a family show. <laughs> Dude, like, what? what is wrong with you? I'm sp- I am bringing the truth. Okay. The by sound. the way, do you do you get? I can't even hear the rain sounds. What is going on over there? Do you guys realize we're talking about Tanner Plummer's sex life That's on the right, show Dave. now? <laughs> What is wrong with Someone it? Someone questioned. Tanner, are you on the I train defended. yet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how this happened. I, re- I really, uh, Tanner Plummer says a baby. Mrs. M, I don't have a baby. Not that you know of. I mean, you out there and stuff. I mean, it could she, happen. She, Mrs. Monty was sure you did. <laughs> Mike Maple says Tanner is not the father. You are not the father. <laughs> 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 oh, yes, Boyd dude. Lake says Tanner. Uh, Boyd Lake says Mrs. Monty said screw. <laughs> uh, John Jackson said, "Heck, I had to tell my children to leave the room while Mrs. Monty was talking." <laughs> you really should teach your children about hardware and how to do construction. That's yeah, yeah. screwing a nut. So. He was talking about nuts and screws and screwing nuts. And, yeah, mallets and hammers. Don't be afraid of the sex talk. Yeah. <laughs> Tanner Plummer says, I'm bringing the truth. No, Mrs. Monty, you're bringing lies. I could have sworn that you said that you had a baby. Uh, no, his uh, school tuition is his baby right now. He can't, afford, he can't afford diapers. He's paying for college. Tanner's a plumber. He fixes pipes. <laughs> Let's go. You, 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 you said y'all wilded. Yes, we are. Yes. Mrs. Mo- I'm telling you, Mrs. Monty shows up and this show becomes R rated. She's it, wearing like fire shoes today too. Yeah. Yep. Man. And I'm, I'm sporting the, the, like the chills and fever that I thought I wasn't. Oh, God. That. Here God. we go. From the shingles. Here we go. Mrs. Max. Monty got the flu vaccine and the shingles vaccine. See, I'm not old enough to get the shingles vaccine, but no. you know, you know, old crusty cobwebs in the crotch girl over there <laughs> was like, well, probably too far. And it, the, see what had happened was Tanner Plummer came on the show. Yes, right. yes, yes. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Uh, old lady Brit over there got her uh, flu vaccine yesterday and she turned 50 in September. And so she's now eligible for the shingles vaccine. 
So I got round one to the shingles, and they when said I you die, can I'm get going like to fever. And I, mean, <laughs> no, I was not. doing great. Last night, it felt fine. I was like, man, I don't feel anything. This morning, I woke up. I was like, I don't feel anything. I'm getting dressed. And I was like, uh, uh, oh, oh, I'm starting to not feel good. <laughs> Jesus, but it shouldn't last very long. I, I took it. Jesus Christ destroys Marxism said, quote, she said hardware. <laughs> <laughs> she said hardware. <laughs> All right. Uh, one more. Casual Cal said, if she's 50, Monty is 69. Well, you know, 69 is the best number out there. That's right, T. Damn right. Everybody loves to say that. That is the most awkward thing <coughs> ever. And does anybody really ever? Do you guys see what I deal with on a daily basis? This is what I deal with. Neville93 says, good morning. Tom ba- uh, Basilius says, good morning. What's up? Make sure you use promo code MONTY25 like we did last night. Yes. Uh, skew the data, folks. Use uh, promo code MONTY25 to get your Papa Murphy's pizza. Uh, had the s'mores last night yeah, until Mrs. Bomb. Monty burned them. Yeah, so um, good. They were actually quite good. Um, you know. Yeah, I thought they were amazing. They were amazing. The uh, The marshmallows with the s'mores. And again, it's so easy to make them too. That's what I love about it. Yeah, we put the s'mores on the smoker with the pizza. It was good. Cooked yeah. them all at the same time. It was amazing. Yes. Uh, make sure you use promo code MONTY25 uh, to get 25% off your order of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. The Monty Show presented by the Advocates, UtahAdvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business. By the way, yes, they do workman's comp. I don't know if you know that. Uh, yes, the Utah Advocates absolutely do workplace injuries. Check them out, utahadvocates.com. I chat with them today for free. You got hurt at work? Let the advocates defend you. Let them be your advocate. Trust me, your workman's comp insurance folks, they've got tons of attorneys and they're not on your side. Go to the advocates, utahadvocates.com. The biggest story in sports this morning, without question, is your Utah Jazz getting a win last night over the Denver Nuggets. And I think, and I would love your takeaways from this, I think Walker Kessler is the absolute storyline of last night, a double-double. Um, I think he's a guy that that you should be very excited about. And the reason I say that is because you're when you're rebuilding and you can have a big like Walker Kessler who's young, in a season opening, you know, in a career opening night, put up a double-double. Sure, Colin Sexton, Laurie Markkinen, you expect that from those guys. I don't know that anybody thought that Walker would put up a double-double last night. That's what I'm excited about. Jake, what are your takeaways? Yeah, you know, I think that my takeaways just from the game overall, you know, is you do have to be excited about the pace that this team played with. I think that, you know, Will Hardy... You know, deserves a lot of credit. I, I think that this team, again, played with pace. You know, clearly there is a system offensively that they run and, and that they work and the opportunities they look for. Um, I, I, I As far as this Jordan Clarkson starting thing, not sure how I feel about it yet. I think that... I think that we're 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 in this place where Jordan on this team definitely can start a hundred percent. But at the same time, watching that game last night, you still see the same Jordan Clarkson out there. Still times when I'm like, dude, move the ball, right? Like before Jordan comes in the game, or I guess it last night after Jordan comes out of the game, you know, and the subs come in, the ball's moving and you're getting quality looks. Jordan comes back in the game and it kind of changes a little bit. So I think if Jordan Clarkson can just move the ball a little bit more and get away from that that play where he just kind of brings it into the paint and then just kind of gets stuck there and has to kind of make that awkward pass out where he's picked his dribble up, that's a tough part to me. So, 
yeah, I liked overall. I liked what I saw last night. Um, love the energy. Love defensively. Love the love the work ethic. I mean, I I agree with everyone saying that that was really nice to see. And I think that, you know, I, I I'm not going to sit here and say this is some crazy good team, but I do think that this team is going to work hard. That's what I think. I think they're going to play with a lot of energy. I think they're going to look to get out and transition and get as many easy baskets as they can get. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, frankly. I think in the league, that's what you should be trying to do. I think in this league, you should be trying to get, you know, 20, 25 points in the fast break if you can for a team like this. And and if they do that, they're going to be in most of these games. Like, I, you know, if you look at the box score last night, having 19 turnovers for the Jazz, and I think it was 23 for the Nuggets. Yeah, most teams probably aren't turning it over 23 times. But the Nuggets did last night, and you, you took those extra possessions, and you took advantage of them. So, yeah, I think be positive enjoy this if you're a jazz fan absolutely but understand that that this is not you know as far as winning and and how these games are going to play out this game you got last night is not how most of these games are going to go i think most of these games are going to be you know um hard fought you know gritty games for this jazz team and i think that the turnover game for the jazz is going to really decide how many games they win if this team can keep their turnovers around 10 a game they're going to be in most of the games they play, I feel like, excluding, you know, teams like the Warriors or, you know, the best teams in the league. But when they're playing the Kings, let's say, or like just average-ass teams, they're going to be right with those teams, I think. Yeah, I, I think, I don't I don't know, A, do you want to keep this up? I mean, one of the things, if you're, if you're just tuning into the show this morning, one of the things we talked about in the hour, first hour of the show, where have you been? We've been on the, the air for an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah, let's Hello. go. Uh, One of the things we talked about last hour was the desire of jazz fans to tank. Yeah. Like, do you want the jazz winning games like this? Because I I simply maintain what we've said since the Gobert trade. This is not a tank. This is not lose as many games as we can lose, you know, tank for VW. Like I, I don't see this as going on. Is it a mistake for them not to be tanking? Well, no, I, I don't think it's a mistake for them not to be tanking. Like, I, I think if you if you take the Jazz at face value, which I do struggle to sometimes, admittedly, but if you take them at face value and listen to the messaging over the summer from the front office, you know, guys like uh, Justin Zanuck, you know, Ryan, Danny, like, they've all uh, basically— Excuse me, it's Jay-Z. I know, it's Jay-Z, I know. Keep it real. I know, thank you. Um, you know, if you listen to those guys, they've been saying, like, we're, 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 we want to win a championship. And Ryan said it the other day at that presser, like, we want to win a championship. So to me— I don't actually think tanking is the fastest way to win a championship. No, I think there's not. this middle ground that you can find in the league now where where it used to be like 2010, 2011, that era of, of, of NBA basketball. Yeah, because there were so many big threes and you had these big, powerful teams and the league was top-heavy, yeah, you were basically playing for the number one overall pick uh, a lot of seasons for these bad teams. But now there's more parity in the league. You have a lot more mediocre 30 win teams 30 35 win teams so to me what that means is is that playing for the number one overall pick is just not as an effective not as an effective strategy as it used to be so for this jazz team i don't think that's what they're doing and i we have been saying that on this show for months now i think what they're actually doing is they're saying okay yeah we know we're probably not going to be a playoff team this year but, but what we do understand is if if we embrace that as opposed to it being a negative and we say, okay, yeah, sure, no playoffs, but we're going to develop these guys and we're going to see what we can turn some of these guys into on our team. 
and then we'll make some deadline deals, we'll make some more transactions, they're going to build a path that way to being a playoff team again. And that's what I'm saying. Don't expect this team to go after VW because I, I just, in my heart, I just firmly believe that's not what what the plan is here. What do you think the plan is? Because I think very clearly this team wants to win and they want to win as soon as possible. And yeah. I think Danny Ainge has talked about the fact that, you know, he's not young anymore. He's not going through a five, seven-year rebuild. That's just not who he is. And I think Justin Zanuck, I think Danny Ainge, I think, frankly, Ryan Smith don't want to wait a decade to win a championship. And yeah. I, I still maintain, and Danny, we trust. If you're a Jazz fan, you have to believe that what Danny Ainge did for Boston is the same thing that he can do for the Utah Jazz. Fast. I mean, you have to believe that Danny is here to win a championship in the next three to five years. And I think when you look at Walker Kessler last night, that's what you're hanging on to. Yeah. You look at this lineup and you you see guys like Jared Vanderbilt. I thought the the effort and energy that that Vanderbilt brought to the game last night for the Jazz was massive. He didn't have the biggest score line, but that's huge. That Kelly Olynyk played 15 minutes last night is huge. I think you saw a complete performance that Jordan Clarkson is starting. Now I still hate that he's a ball hog. Yeah. Frankly, one of the negatives last night was Jordan Clarkson just does not pass. And he turns the ball over in the paint. Everybody else is playing system basketball where the ball moves, except Jordan Clarkson. So what I would tell you is, JC's got to change that. Having said that, what you got out of Colin Sexton off the bench last night was scintillating. 20 points to lead the line, like that's fantastic. I look at this team last night, and frankly, I don't see a whole lot of negatives, but I also don't see a team, Jake, that's tanking. Yeah, I don't see a team that's tanking. And, and, and again, like... You know, I, I'm not going to get too high on this team either. Like, I think that, you know, again, have proper expectations. You've basically gone through a reset on this team. And, and if we go back to last summer and where this team was at, you know that, that, that when it was Rudy and Don, we know that Jazz fans yes. were very high and low with this team, right? Like, one night, one night it would be, oh, my God, we're winning a championship. The next night is, let's burn this whole thing to the ground, Right. I think we have an opportunity to change that now as far as the fan base are is concerned. I think now as fans, you should really take some time, even if you're just the casual fan, like even if you're somebody who just works a nine to five and is living your life and has got two kids and doing your thing and, and you want to watch 10 minutes of the game, let's say last night or whatever, like even if you're that person, understand where this team is at and where they're going. So this team right now, Bunch of young guys, energetic guys, new head coach, young head coach, the right head coach, in my opinion. The right head coach. Yes, the right head coach, in my opinion. And I think you saw them all for once, for the for the first time in the last probably six seasons, seven seasons, the entire group last night was all pulling in the same direction. And I think that on its own is a huge win for just the feel of the game, like the way the team interacts, like... To me, to see Rudy Gay contributing last night after what he was basically, the position he was basically put in last season is a huge win, man. Like, even if he's not here long term, it's still great to see. So that's why I say, don't get too high on it, but enjoy it. Like, enjoy the fact that you had a great opening night. Yeah, I agree. And I, I just, I hope that fans have proper expectations. You should not expect this to be a 50-win team. Because they're not. I, I still maintain they're a 30-win team. And I think that puts you... I think that puts you in a very advantageous draft spot. I think this draft is probably 15 to 
you know, 20 players deep that are legitimate core players. Beyond that, I don't know what they are. But what I do know is that when I look at what I saw last night, I was very excited. So we just want to take your temperature this morning as Jazz fans. Where do you guys come out on this? How do you feel this morning? Um, you know, like at the Will Hardy thing real quick. I think the Will Hardy thing is a very interesting point. I think Will Hardy is a is is a very interesting figure right now. If you didn't see the video, I want to play it real quick in the locker room. Here is the celebration. Mike Conley presenting Will Hardy with a game ball. I mean, that's... It's just what you want. Like That's good. That feels good. Yeah. That feels good. After a very tumultuous offseason, like, this feels good. You know, and I, I hope that... I hope Jazz fans are relishing in that. So yeah. let's get your thoughts in here. Uh, James Knight said, if you saw Ryan Smith's reaction after the win, you would say he knows about any plan to tank. Uh, what, and what do you mean Exactly what do you mean by yeah, that? Yeah, what do you mean? Hullabilly says, Jordan Clarkson, just like Justin Fields, does not pass. Wow. Bro. Wow, Billy, dude. Wow, dude. bro. Wow. Y'all want to play. Wow, dude. Justin Fields or Mac Jones. Exactly right. Um, just another sexy old guy. S E K S Y says the coach and the team want to win. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Keaton Critchlow says winning greater than taking. Yes. Agreed. James says you're telling people how to be a fan now, Jake. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I don't think that's you. James is salty this afternoon. Yeah, I don't, well, this I don't understand. James, I, I, James I, Knight is in Australia, by the way. Yeah, I don't understand the last couple of days with you, James, with all due respect. Like, like, yeah, I am telling people how to be a fan. You're damn right I am because this team, this team deserves the fan base to have proper expectations because if you have proper expectations, then you can enjoy this team for what it is. But if you come to the Viv and expect this team to be a 50-win team, you're going to leave disappointed and, or and the not want same, to come back. Or the same caliber of team that there was there last year, because yeah. you're just not. Like, it, it's not, yeah. like, it's not, it's just not the same thing. Yeah, I, I think if they play to their max potential, I could see them 35 wins, yeah. you know. I, I, I could see, well, and you know what? I, I think when you look at, like, look at Mark Rasmussen. They played great, 38 wins. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's, you know, that's not out of the realm. Uh, Mark Ruckert, good morning to you. So fun to watch last night. Nice to see hungry players again. Yes, yeah, indeed. Yeah, we're seeing that kind of comment yes, indeed. a lot. I have to yes. be honest. Like, I feel like the fans, now that they're getting a different product, are like, man, like, where, like, I, I feel like the question of, what would Rudy and Don have been if they were this hungry? I think it's a very relevant question. At the same time, like let's pay these players respect, man. They're, this is not Rudy and Don. These guys know that. These guys know the expectations. But look at Jeremy Bolton, who and Jeremy is one of our better Jazz guys. I think you know he's terrible on on the Bulls and BYU. But um, having said that, if the Jazz win thirty five or more, I'm going to be pissed. Why trade everyone and do all of this to only get the fifteenth pick? But see, this is my point. And I said earlier, if you're just tuning in, I still don't know why we traded Donovan Mitchell. I, I, I don't understand that. And again, Danny refused to talk about it. But 
I don't know why they traded Don. Uh, I really don't. The money I, I was yeah, not why. an issue. It had to be the money. Yeah. But you were, uh, and admittedly, if he was still here, you'd be paying the luxury tax, and they clearly do not want to do that. But if you're going to win 30 to 40 games, was it worth it? Was it worth it? Yeah, because here's the thing. You have to understand the vision here. So the, the everyone is everyone is focused on being such a bad team that you get draft stock that way, like you get good draft position. But but you have to understand, what did they get out of all those trades? They got a couple of things. One, you got massive flexibility in your cap, right? As you just said, you're not paying luxury tax. You, you don't have yeah. a ton of long-term commitment on this cap right now. So you have options. When you have options and then you go ahead and combine that with all the draft picks and all the pick swaps and all the capital that you have, what yes. Danny Ainge has basically done and what message he's sending through his actions is that, yeah, we're, we don't want to provide you a product that's 15 wins a year. We, we, we're not interested in that. But what we are interested in is getting our financial house in order and putting ourselves in a position to have options based on what's happening in the NBA. So to me, it's not about, you know, again, love you, Jeremy, but I just kind of disagree. It's not about, you know, being bad enough to get high in the draft. It's about being mm. bad enough to save money and correct your cap situation so then next season you can go after trades. That's what I think they're trying to do. Well, I mean, only time's going to tell what their direction is, but I think there's no doubt when you hear Danny Ainge the other day and you hear Ryan Smith the other day talking about, you know, that we have flexibility and we can do what we want with these picks. I think it's very clear Ryan Smith wants to draft players. That That's my opinion on that press conference the other day. He did come back and say, hey, yeah, we could trade those picks, but I think he wants to draft players. I, I do. I think I think it'll be interesting to see how much rope he gives Danny Ainge. Like, how much money does he give Danny? Like, is he willing to allow Danny Ainge to go and spend spend money on free agency, to go and make big trades? Like, what is, what is Ryan Smith's wherewithal right now? Yeah. And where he is in his business cycle, because I think there are a lot of other things going on we clearly don't know about. Where is Ryan Smith in his financial business model right now? Is he spending money? Is he, because he's clearly trying to bring another franchise to Salt Lake City. Is he trying to get a baseball team? Can't tell me NFL's coming here. Yeah. Is it a hockey team? I mean, like, does that impact what he's doing with the Jazz? I don't know. Maybe. But the guy owns a piece of uh, RSL. He owns the Jazz very clearly. Like, what else is he aiming for here? I don't yeah. know. And how much of that money is not being spent on the Jazz? I think that I think that's a huge question. Yeah. Um. You know, Hola Billy says I still think there's a chance Donnie asked out. I know nothing was leaked, but the whole situation is still puzzling to me. It could be totally very agree. possible. Yeah. Totally. Agree. Totally. Uh, not paying the luxury tax is a small market move. It is. It absolutely is. Mark Ruckert. Don had a chance to publicly say he wanted to stay here and didn't. To smart, too smart to publicly say he didn't want to be here, but it must have been clear to Ryan and Danny. Very what very much could have been. Gage Carter, I'd rather watch my team win than tank any day. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. Yep. Absolutely. Uh Jeremy says, I can agree with that, Jake, but you do like Caruso. So I can't believe anything you say and your judgment is skewed. In all seriousness, though, that's a good point. Hey, you start talking shit. You know, you know, Alex did not have a good game for us last <laughs> night. Oh, us. Yeah, my R and we. Oh, okay. 
Got it. Y'all feel me? Uh, Don had a chance. Well, you put that in there twice. So there you go. I, I don't know. I think it's really interesting to debate this Donovan Mitchell thing. How much do you guys care? That would be my question. Ooh, like, I think like, jazz fans care a lot. Well, and that's my question. Like, like how much is there still a saltiness level to the Don situation? Do you guys not care? Like, I agree with you. I think jazz fans care, but that's just my opinion. I'd, I'd be curious to know, like, how much do you guys care the with how, like how much do you care about how Donovan Mitchell got traded? Like whether he asked out, didn't ask out that whether they just moved him, whether he wanted to be or not, like, is that still front of mind? I think if he wins a championship and the Jazz do not, that's going to hurt. Yeah. That's going to – I don't know that anybody really cares if Rudy Gobert wins a championship. I I, I talk to Jazz fans every day. I don't feel like he, anybody's going to begrudge him for that. Right. There is a vitriol and an anger and a bitterness this morning. And I think all summer long at Donovan Mitchell. And I think that – I think Rudy will always be a beloved jazz man. Always. I think Donovan Mitchell will be one of the most. He'll be Darren Williams. He'll be that guy. Yeah. That people will blame for the next decade for the failings of this team. And I think it's complete garbage. I don't think it was Don at all. I don't think he was the chemistry problem. I know almost for a fact that Rudy was a, a locker room problem. But jazz fans don't care about that. I think Jazz fans point it, point it, Donovan, and they blame him. And I don't know. Is that justified or not? Could be. Um, we haven't heard that. Could we be wrong? Certainly. Could he have de- could he have demanded a trade? Certainly. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. he could have. There's no doubt about that. Greg Hale says, or Tanner says, I honestly don't care about Don. But yes, if Don wins a title, then I'll be salty, of course. Yeah. Greg Hale says, hit the like button. Yeah, appreciate yeah. everybody being here this morning. Um would love it if you guys would give us a thumbs up. It really helps the channel grow. Um, I uh, My Monty fan says, I'd like to know, but it doesn't matter. True. Uh, Jeremy says, I don't really care. But if Don starts playing defense, he did last night. Start sharing the ball, he did last night. Uh, then I'll be a little salty because we didn't, why didn't he do that when he was here? I mean, Jazz fans, you probably shouldn't look at his score line from last night. I think it was a trust thing, dude. That's I, I don't think there's any doubt it was a trust I, I, thing. I think I think that Donovan Mitchell didn't didn't trust like what what was going on, and I don't know if that's a Quinn thing or if that was a Rudy thing or what, but it just I, I think know. it was a ball didn't go in the hole when he passed it thing. Uh, if if we're being honest about it, right? Yeah. Um, you look at Don's line last night: thirty-five minutes, twelve of twenty-one, two of eight from three. Two rebounds, nine dimes, yeah. two steals, only three turnovers, 31 points. Yeah. Plus 10. There's no way to there's no way to shake that he had a good game about this all summer. Donovan Mitchell is gonna be an MVP candidate. Donovan Mitchell is gonna go to Cleveland and they're gonna be a better team. And he's gonna be a better passer. Y'all he's feel gonna be me? a better rebounder. He had three, four defensive possessions last night where he looked like the best defensive player in the league. Yeah. And it's always been there. I just think the expectation and the ask of Don hasn't been there. And the accountability, which was a huge problem on this team, wasn't there. Yeah. Don's mid-range game, his passing last night was... Ridiculous. I mean, really good. Really good. So... 
Natalie K, good morning to you, says, I care about the Donovan Mitchell and Gobert trades. I've been upset about what's been going on all summer. What exactly have you been upset about? What is what as far as just like the trades and like tearing the team down or what what has upset you? Yeah. Uh MY Monty fan says Rudy's number will be retired. Don's maybe. I don't see Donovan Mitchell getting retired here. I don't think Rudy's number is going to get retired. Oh, here. I think it will. I think Rudy Gobert is an all-time great for the Jazz. Wow. I think he's beloved by Jazz fans. I think he he is a martyr. I think Jazz fans are I think Seven out of ten Jazz fans would take Rudy over Don every day. Yeah, wow. And I, it, it doesn't make that right. No comment. Yeah, Justin Solace, I don't care. New season, new team. Don and Rudy are not on the Jazz, so let's move on. Mike Maple says, I think uh, I think Jazz fans want a reason to blame Don. What did the same D will and finally come around later and love him? Well, that could very much be. Absolutely. Kanai says, uh, the same ones saying to tank are the same ones who like watching the Jazz as a play-in team or just a first-round playoff team. I've never understood that, and KJ, yeah. I think you're right. Um, look, I think Jazz fans are great. I just think Jazz fans are fickle beasts. And I think Jazz fans want to tank for VW. We want that Volkswagen, baby. Yeah. But then when you win, you're like, oh, yeah, we're going to win 50 games. Best team in the NBA. Right. It's like you got to put some some logic. You got to employ some level-headedness. Yeah. And I think if you're a Jazz fan right now, I think you better be prepared for the fact they're not trying to get VW. They're not trying to get they're not trying to get you know the number 1 pick in the draft. Danny said it a thousand flipping times. This is a deep draft. And you know, I was looking at it the other day like a week ago now. I think there's legit 15 there's 15 players in this coming draft. Yeah. that are core ready to go starting five players in this league. There could be five more to add to that. I think there's probably 10 superstar players in this draft. Yeah. You don't need the number 1 pick. You don't need to win 10 games. You don't have to go OKC in Houston. What you need to do is begin to heal and move in the right direction and make really good decisions in the draft. And Danny, for everything that this team has jacked up in the draft over the last 15 years, yep. for every Dante Exum, Danny's drafted, you know, a Jason Tatum and a Jalen Brown. Like they've drafted very well in Boston. So I think that's is a Jazz fan, that's where I'd be. Yeah. I would be somebody that's like, hey, yo, you know, let's go. Yeah. 100%. Um, that's that's where I would be. You know, so uh, the biggest stories in sports this morning on the Monty Show, as always, presented by Quick Quack Car Wash. Make sure you get to uh, Quick Quack Car Wash. We went went the other day. Probably going to have to go back uh, after this weekend. Rain and snow this weekend. Let's go. Let's go, winner. Get your ass in the room. Yeah. Time to perform, Mother Nature. <laughs> They're saying the snow we're going to get this weekend in the mountains is the beginning of the snowpack. Let's go. Let's go! Anyway, that means we can start snowboarding. Uh, super fired up about that, but it also means there's going to be salt on the road. There's going to be, you know, dust in the air, so that gets in your paint when it rains or snows. Get a wash pass at Quick Quack Car Wash. Absolutely worth your money. The people are super friendly. You get a great car wash experience for you and the kids. They'll love it with all the colors and the lights and... It's fantastic, and they're just good people to do business with. Hook it up at Quick Quack Car Wash, who bring you the biggest stories in sports on the Monte Show, talking jazz basketball, because 
The Utah Jazz last night shocked the NBA world with that win. Yeah. And it is one of the most surprising wins probably in the last five years for this franchise. And you look at the way that they played, and I don't think there's any doubt that you're getting a team that ha- that has a ton of want to. There is no doubt about that. So, hey, man, I would tell you, there's not a tank. I'm, I'm telling you now. Uh, I'm 100K, says. If we don't plan to tank, where will we be in the draft? It all depends on A, the ping pong balls, and B, are you a playoff team? I don't think you're a playoff team. To get to the playoffs, I think you're probably 45 wins. Like if you look at the standings last year, I'm going to say the bottom half of the playoffs were all in the mid to high 40s, low 50s. So it's very difficult. As I think this is a 30 to 35 win team. Uh, that's not accurate. What's that? The the playing team, the mm-hmm. Spurs, the 10th team was 33 wins. Right. I forgot. I did not equate for the play-ins. The play-ins, 33 wins. Now, your regular, like your regular. Top eight. Top eight is 38 wins. Yeah. Top eight is 38 wins. Yeah, I think it. top eight is 38 wins. Wow, I got that wrong altogether then. Yeah. Um, yeah, they could be a play-in team then. I mean, I think their max is 35 wins. And yeah. that's if we're being optimistic. Yeah. So I think, what would you put percentage wise? I, I I don't. I, I think it. I think there's. I don't think there's the, a chance. It's really a difficult question to answer, from being honest, because I don't know. You don't know what they're going to do at the deadline. You don't know, uh, like, I, I, and again, this is why I kind of started the show off by saying, like, hey, you know, you you, you got to be, you know, you, you got to be level headed here a little bit. You know what I mean? I think you're better than the Spurs. I think you're probably on par with the Lakers. I don't know. Like, how good is Houston going to be? Houston's probably going to score a lot of points, but they're going to be trash defensively. Yeah. I don't right. know. I think you can make the plan. I think you can scratch into the plan. If you if you stay healthy, if you, if you like, I think you can scratch into the plan. What do you say about, like, the, the problem is now you have teams like Sacramento. Yeah. Sacramento is going to be a handful for 30 a 30-win team last year, Sacramento. But I think they're going to be better than that. Yeah. Um, I mean, they have they wear purple uniforms. Everybody likes them. Um, sorry. <laughs> I had to. Uh, I don't know what you say about them. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I Look, I, I think that we can play this game where we go up and down the standings. I, I think ultimately the question that Jazz fans want to know is where are we going to be at in the draft? We've seen that 100 times today, and I think that yeah. you know I look at these standings, I look at the numbers – and and yeah, I I have to be honest. Right here after one game, I do think this team is capable of thirty five wins. I do. I think they're capable of that. I I think that. Yeah, I think that's the top of the mountain. Mom. Yeah, you know, like I I I think that they're capable of that. Uh, and I think Will Hardy's ability to coach this team and make in game adjustments is largely going to decide that win total. You know, because when you have work hard guys that are willing to 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 go out there and and do the job, it's your job as a coach to put them in position to be successful because you know you're going to get the effort. So that's why I say let's see how this how this team kind of grows together. I don't know that they're a playing team. I really don't. Like, do you understand what that would be? Like, Yeah, I mean, it would be, according to last year, it would be low 30s. It would be 33, 34, 35 wins, somewhere in there. That's yeah, a playing I, team. I'm not buying that, dude. I'm not. I, I. But let's say they did. Let's say they did. As jazz fans, would you be happy with that? 
You know, like, would you? I don't know, man. I, I think, wh why did you trade? I, it's this vicious cycle yeah. of, oh, we won. Oh, we're going to be in the playoffs. Oh, God, we're not tanking. Where's VW? Uh, why do we But that's trade, why I'm why, saying you have to trust Danny, man. Screw you, Danny. Screw you, Ryan. Where's the TV contract? Oh, we won. Yeah. Oh, my God, we won. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Oh, God, screw you, Danny. Where's the TV? Like, it's this big, like, look at those jerseys. Like, it's this big circular movement of death. If they make the playoff, I think there's going to be a lot of questions about why they traded Don. You know, I mean, are are you happy if the Jazz make the playoff? This is a stupid question, but is it not relevant? Are you happy if the Jazz make the playoffs? Yeah, it's super relevant. It is super relevant. I don't know if you're a Jazz fan, how you feel about that. I really what are don't. They saying? I, yeah, what I mean, are they I, saying? I don't. I don't think you want to make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, David uh, said watching the Jazz fans on Twitter meltdown over the Jazz winning last night was hilarious. They spent more time getting uh, uh, getting players that aren't on the team and talking about players that aren't on the team anymore. Yes, they did, for sure. My Monty fan says I will say it. Uh, will be sadly funny if we make the playoffs. We would lose lottery and did all that work for what? I guess we would have to trade our picks for higher picks. You have that option. Malik Shabazz, what's up? Knicks fan here. Damn, thank you. League pass for Jazz team won me 300 bucks. There you go. They're, too, they're uh, I... We do not bet in the state of Utah. He's not. He's in New York. I would tell you... <laughs> There's going to be a lot of nights this year where you should bet the Jazz because I think they're going to be heavy dogs for a lot of these games. Uh, but as a Jazz fan, that's one thing. As a Nick fan, I'd I'd be pretty upset with R.J. Barrett right now. Yeah. R.J. got paid and then promptly couldn't hit a three and they lost because of it. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Brunson looked great. I mean, there are a lot of storylines around the NBA last night. Yeah. I think this Damian Lee thing in Phoenix – I think Devin Booker looking like a stud last night only takes one three and scores 28 points. Savage. One of one from three scores 28 points. Who the f*** is that guy? I think Brooklyn looking like trash. Like, they got blown out last night. Inexplicable. They, and Chubby looking really good. I mean, Zion looking really good. Chubby. Fact. You know. Fact. Uh, Zion looking really good for New Orleans. And I, I will again... If, if we are at the altar of greatness here on the Monty Show, I will be the pastor of evangelistic machinations. I'm a man! About Brandon Ingram. Because that kid's a stud. When you have a fro like that, you better get buckets, dude. I'm so jealous, He's got dude. that like, vibe. I wish I had got great that vibe. Dude's got a fro and he's playing in Kobe Fours. Come on. I wish I had a fro. I wish I had great hair. I would give anything to Like, I say this about Caleb Harrison every day. Uh -huh. Teddy Wayman's beard. Right. I wish right. that I could do that. I, w I wish I could. Well, you just know what like, they say. Yeah, you know what they say. You should stop wishing for a better side hustle and just get to TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Yeah, you know? Because Triday Trading presents our jazz talk and NBA talk Obviously. right here on the Monty Show every day. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. All you have to do, I'm not asking you to do anything. I'm not asking you to spend your money. Mm-hmm. Go and watch a free webinar. Change your life today. 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 Change your life, man. I'm telling you, it happens. No matter where you're listening to this, coast to coast, go and watch the free webinar at tridaytrading.com slash Monty. Register. It's free. No obligation. No anything. Yeah. 
Trust me, it'll change your life because what you're going to see is day trading is absolutely a lucrative side hustle you can scale into your full time. And then you can take those trips you've talked about. Hey, man, you want courtside seats to the Knicks? Trydaytrading.com slash Monty. Yeah. You want to pay your car off? Trydaytrading.com slash Monty. You want to stop worrying about student loan debt, your credit cards, how you're going to pay your mortgage? Dude, do you understand that we are just six weeks away from Christmas? How are you going to pay for Christmas Bro, why, this why year? Why do you guys say things like that, man? Time's Try, flying. Trydaytrading.com slash Monty. If you're worried about money and you were in debt and you were struggling, trydaytrading.com slash Monty. If you hate your boss, if you're tired of going into work every day, if you sit in the parking lot in your car wondering what the next job is, trydaytrading.com slash Monty. Because you need to work for yourself. Yes. Stop hating your job and start changing your life. I talk about it all the time. You got to take that step. It's scary as hell. I've done it. You're watching it as we speak. Yep. But it's so rewarding. When you bring that money home and you're thriving and you're living the life that you want to live, you'll say, thank you, Monty, for making me watch that webinar at TridayTrading.com slash Monty. If you want to take my word, that's awesome. If you don't, don't take my word. Take Alema Harrington's word. Alema Harrington here. You know, I've been in the broadcast business going on 30 years now. And after that amount of time, you start to be able to pick some winners. I want to share a winner that I'm aware of with you, and that is my guys at Triday Trading. They're going to teach you how to trade, and then they're going to let you trade using their money and then split the profits with you. That's a pretty winning deal. If you want to register for a free webinar, all you have to do is go to trydaytrading.com slash Monty. So for more information, it's trydaytrading.com slash Monty. We'll see you there. So there you go. Trydaytrading.com slash Monty. It's a free webinar. Check it out. Hey, one note I forgot to mention. One of my guys at the Jazz messaged me. Um, apparently, the Jazz, the Jazz Knicks game got dropped from TNT. Ah. So the Jazz have zero national TV games this year. Yeah. Zero. Not one or two. Zero national TV games. Yep. And they are pissed about it. Well. They are pissed about it. Well, again, this you can be pissed about it, but, you know. This will be in the TNT era. This will be the first time ever that the All-Star host does not have a national TV game. Yeah. Ever. Think about that. So it's going to be interesting to see if the Jazz get back on TV. But let's keep talking to you. And by the way, if you're who are you a fan of with everybody that's here? What is your team? Who is your NBA team? I am a Chicago Bulls fan. Um, Jake is a, is an FC Barcelona basketball hey, fan. Talking shit. Um, he doesn't have a team, um, frankly, because Dude. he hates the NBA. What am I? What am I? What am I supposed to say to you, man? Shout the Mobamba. Oh, so you're a Magic fan now? No. Who's I your just team? Felt like playing that drop. I don't know. Why. Who's your team? Do you have a team? No. My team's Kevin Durant. Okay. Jake's a Nets fan. Um, so it could be a pain train. You know. I I guess. It could be I a pain mean, train. Bonnie. Please. Who are you a fan of? I would love to hear that. Um a couple of things from last night in the league. I think that Suns that Suns game, dude, look out. I'm telling you right now, if Damian Lee, and he's not gonna give you that the entire season, let's just be really honest about it yeah uh I think that Suns game where they beat Luca you know what scares me about the Suns so much they've deed up they played really good defense and you know the other thing that scares me so much what did Devin Booker say about Damian Lee after the game he was asked about Damian Lee and he said I just want to thank 
the Golden State Warriors because they instilled a culture of winning. That guy plays basketball the right way because they have a culture of winning. That's right, T. In Golden State. That's what scares me about the Suns. Because Damian Lee, trust me, that championship ring is polished and he is showing it off. And it's terrifying that I think that's one of the things that that locker room has missed is that they haven't had a real championship attitude and now they do. Yeah. And I think when you look at that Suns game last night, what do you notice was not make or break for that Suns game last night? Chris Paul. And DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton had a pedestrian double-double last night. 18 points, 10 rebounds. Yeah. They won that game with defense. They shut down Luka Doncic. That scares me a little bit. And Book's number last night, one of one from three, seven of seven from the free throw line, (laughs) nine dimes and 28 points. (laughs) Dude. Like he Bro. he is I'm I I will again say Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell are going to have huge years. Those yeah. two guys are going to take big step forward. And you look at Don last night. Good lord. Yeah. Um. I look at the the other thing that I think stood out last night. Demar Derozan's a stud. Yeah. Like you had you you got 28 minutes out of Pat Williams at the power forward last night. He started two rebounds and four points. No Zach Levine. Do the Bulls win that game? No, they don't. Well, unless you're DeMar DeRozan uh, and Io DeSumo. DeRozan we'll last night, 14-22, 2-3 7-11 from the free throw line, 9 dimes, 2 steals, 37 points. Jesus. Last Fill night. Fill it up. DeSumo, 3-6 uh, from 3, 17 points last night. Yeah, dude. They got 15 from Vucevic and four from Patrick Williams. Yeah. I said four from Patrick Williams. By the way, Kyle Lowry is done. Dude is in great shape. He had two points last night. Yeah. He doesn't look like the same guy. No, he doesn't. What did you see last night? What do you guys love? Who are Who's your NBA team? Williams says Utah Jazz. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, man. Jake, the bots just See, keep showing you know, we up. We start talking about screws and nuts and bolts and stuff, and the bots come in here. But you know what's interesting? They're not doing it in like mass where there's like twenty posts in a row. Interesting. They're what uh, they're doing. Yeah, what they're doing is one offs. They're just so you don't just trying it. to slide into the chat. Yeah, I'll slide into your chat on the New Skin uh, Radio Network. New Skin, thank you. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, who's your team? Uh, 100K says I'm a Jazz fan. James Knight says I'm a Milwaukee Bucks fan. Yeah, only because Joe Ingles plays there. Yeah. You know. Uh, don't be open about tanking in the same year you host the All-Star game, Josh Leverin says. Uh, that's Could be. a fair point. Could be. Alex Chacon says we don't listen to guys that don't have teams. Yeah, shut up, Jake. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Um, Kurt Myers says, uh, jazz in Boston. Okay. Really? Deuce says, that's fine. Let them take us off TV and watch us win a lot of games and then start putting us back on TV. Well, that's how it works, man. But wait, are you a Piston fan or a jazz fan? Yeah. Come on now. Can't be half in or half out. Let's go. Come on now. Come on now. And by the way, Deuce, what'd you think of the arena last night? I saw you on Instagram that you were there. Hullabilly says Phoenix will be the five seed this year. I'm telling you, the West is stizzacked. Like, it is so good. I cannot wait for the Clipper game tonight. I want it. Clippers, Lakers tonight, and Mrs. 
Mrs. Monty's like, we got to go to bed early. You got to plant seeds in the garden. I really want it, you know, like, cause I'm hot and sexy and stuff. And I'm like, Hey, Clippers Lakers tonight, man. Like it, we can't, we can't. I, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. Frisky like a kitty. <laughs> you know, is what it is. I thought you said frisky like a kitty. Yeah. And we're going to be frisky setting up. Hopefully the studio tonight. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Tomorrow morning, the show could look remarkably different. Remarkably different. We'll see. Just need some launch codes, you know? We need some. Exactly. We need the nuke codes. Um, but yeah, I, I'm stoked about the Clipper game. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Josh Leverin says Sonics, and I follow KD and my Seattle guys. The Sonics aren't go. a team, though. They're, are the Sonics a team? You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Pretty sure the Sonics don't exist anymore. Ryan Balku says, hey, guys, I was listening yesterday and heard you talk about which Utah player received a million dollars. The player was Dalton Kincaid and the who was Alabama. No, it was not. You really? It, it was that? Did that somehow? Was that reported? Do you think that's is that true? That would be amazing. Who's offering a tight end a million dollars? Well, stop. I love Dalton Kincaid. But facts of the matter are until this past week, he he hadn't had some huge Alabama type game. Yeah. So I, that's interesting. Uh, MY Monty fan says Utah Jazz. I go mostly Celtics games, but watch the Celtics, Grizz, Heat, Celtics, Warriors, and some Suns. I just like good basketball, but always a Jazz fan. There you go. Uh, Deuce says, I grew up going to a lot of Pistons games and not one year did I ever want my team to tank. I will never understand that. Dude, me I'm either. with you, bro. With you. Me either. Uh, the Labots are back. Yes, they are. <laughs> Labots. I love that. <laughs> Josh Lovren says, Booker's dad is still Luca. No, it's not, actually. Daddy? No, it's not. 100K uh, says, I have, have you seen Laurie Markin in hoop overseas? Oh, yeah. I thought he was, he had a really good, um, Euro tournament this year. Dude, he's been good overseas since before that Euro tournament. I mean, he had a great Euro tournament. 100%, but that's where I but, saw him. I mean, like yeah. he, I he, mean, Holly Rowe was going on about how she was surprised to understand. Like, if what you're the fuck are you talking about? Did you not watch Euro yeah, basket this on, year? Guy. I mean, Laurie Markkinen was, I don't think he was the best player in the tournament. Yeah, but he, he had himself a day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he had himself a tournament. And I think that, yeah, look, I think that if you're a Jazz fan, again, it's nice to see the ball moving and it's nice to see floor spacing. That's, you know, that's the essence of Will Hardy's offense, and I think that it's it's just great to see overall. I agree. Jeremy Bolton says, all I care about is Luca, uh, Luca's mom and her stats. Okay, well, what about Caruso? That's what I'm saying. Yes, yes, yes. Dude, I'm telling you, DeMar DeRozan's a stud. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that performance last been. night. Like, he has been. He is a great player. And I'll just be, uh, again, I'll continue to evangelize for Io DeSumo. Do it. The kid can play. I'm telling you. Uh, William says, Utah Jazz. Uh, Jose says, I still don't see why we traded Donovan. I don't either. I don't either. Uh, no, James Knight. Luka Doncic is not a stud. He's a dick. Uh, <laughs> Monty fan says, I hate watching Luka play. I'd rather watch paint dry. I can't stand that guy. And again last night, <clears throat> he's getting facialized by... Damian Lee. Like, and I love Dame, but <laughs> should we play the video? <laughs> Have you guys seen the uh, Steph video last night? His brother-in-law and former teammate is Damian Lee. Right. Damian hits two big threes and plays pretty incredible defense on Luka. 
Suns win. Steph celebrates. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, Dave. Stick with it. Stick with it. The kids asleep. I don't care. Stick with it. What? I'm sorry. I can't. It's crying. I woke him up. There you go, D. Lee. <laughs> I lo I love how she's like she's like first of all first of all you need to chill out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you don't like Steph Curry. <laughs> the guy is he's just salt to the earth. Yeah. Like if you're not if you're not trying to replicate that dude as a human you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Because he's just a good dude. His shoe sucks, but he's a good dude. And I just think that is. D. Lee is on the Suns, who is a major competitor to the Warriors in the West. Yeah. And he's still rooting for him, and he's still happy for him. And I just think that's what the world should be like. Yeah. You know, when we play against each other, I can't stand you. But as soon as the game's over, let's let's bro hug, dap it up. Hey, I'm happy to see you. Like, yeah. that, that's how this should be. Yeah. Like, you guys I, want to kick it. We'll flow. I just love that about Steph. He's so salt of the earth. Yeah. Uh, Tanner says, hey, Mont Jake, do you have any free Grizzlies tickets to give away? Not for you, Tanner. Freeloader. Yeah, if you want some, just email me. Hey, guys. Or hey DM guys. me your email. Hey, guys. You know, something like that. Uh, let's see. Hunter K says, Lori Markkinen's performance overseas is better than top 10. Based off statistics, he's actually top three. Sure. You know, I, I'm good with that. Uh, you know, my first year here, I wore Pistons jerseys to game, but hey after a few years, you become acclimated to the culture. So now I've converted to the Utah Jazz. Hard not to cheer for them after the last few years. Yeah. Yeah. Truth. Truth. Eric C says, hopefully Grayson finishes a job on Caruso this year. Damn, wow, bro. Wow. Damn. Wow. Wow. What, why, why are we hating on, on the old Caruso? Yeah, I, I don't know why you're hating on the old Caruso or football at 50, 10 in the hour, every hour. When we bring you the biggest stories in sports, the world of football and sports. Presented by Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use promo code MONTY25 to save 25% off your uh, purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Um, this Tom Brady story is very interesting to me. Uh-huh. And I say it's very interesting to me because you may have heard that Tom Brady yelled and screamed and cursed and just eviscerated his offensive line eviscerated. on the sideline. Eviscerated. They're all defending him now. Like, uh, uh, is Tom Brady's act getting old? No. Should he retire? Because I, I think now... He's not damaged his legacy at all. He went to Tampa. They won a Super Bowl. Everything's good. After this year, he needs to retire, in my opinion. Why? I think he's at the end of the road. I think he's not the same player he used to be, and I think the guys around him now have to be better for him to still be elite. Yeah, I agree with that, but the problem with the part I don't agree with is that he still can't be elite. I think he's distracted. That's what I think. I think that this whole thing with Giselle and the divorce. and I'm sorry, but Giselle's bunched yeah, in? Yeah, Giselle's bunched in. Like, all that has distracted him, and I think he's off his game. I think if, if you got 100% committed and dialed in Tom Brady, he'd be fine. Yeah, I don't believe that you can ever tell somebody when they need to retire. But I, I, the thing that I worry about with Tommy is that he eventually is going to be that old man, Willie Mays, running around in center field. Tommy. Tommy deserves his legacy, deserves better than that, and Tommy needs to go get that bunched him back.
Tommy. Right? I mean, that is some nice bunched-in. Right. You know, you rated her an 8 last hour. Do you want to change that? No, I don't. She's an 8. Okay, what's Mrs. Monty? Why are you asking me to rate Mrs. Monty? What? What? Why would you do that? Just to be incredibly awkward. I think yeah, she's. Why a, would you? Why? I think Mrs. Monty is like a ten. Okay, great. You know, she's amazing. Okay. She's no Giselle Bunchton, but I think Mrs. Monty is like a, like a six and a half, seven. You think you're a six and a half? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Jesus, I was gonna say like overconfidence is amazing in that one. Um, <laughs> It's just, I mean, it's Giselle hot, legitimately. Yeah, like, dude. She's a beautiful woman. On, like, like, here's the thing. It depends on what you like. Duh. Okay, well, I'm asking you. Am I rating Giselle? Yeah, is she hot? Like, I don't have a hot scale for her. Why? I can tell you hot guy scales. But yeah, I mean, she's... Stop. She's pretty, but she's also very thin. Models yeah. are super thin, and I'm not into, like, you know... Hip no, bones, no muscles at all. Yeah, she she is thin. I I don't know. I like I th- them thicker. Damn I, it. Clearly, uh, <laughs> I think it. The thing that's really, <laughs> the thing that's interesting to me about Tom Brady and and Giselle's Bunchton is that they don't need to worry about breaking up or getting divorced because the money don't matter, the people don't matter. She's gonna wind up with some dude. He's gonna wind up with some super hot chick and. I, I that's cartoon world. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, that's their life, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't buy that Tom Brady's done in the NFL. I think he's distracted. That's what I think. I think he's got he's taking days okay. off during the week, and like, yeah, it's just it's not like he's distracted. Marriage is hard. Marriage is hard. You know, uh, crazy points are negative value on the Babe Hot Scale. So you think if there's a certain level of crazy... Yes. Are we still blaming Giselle's Bunchton for this? I, we, no. I, it, Is she crazy, though? Pri- no, I don't... Does she deserve we crazy points? We have no points? merit to say that she's crazy. I mean, we... I, like, I, so she's not on, like, the Kardashian scale no, of no, crazy. No, no. I don't think we can say that. I don't I, think so either. Yeah, I don't think we can say that. I think that... I, I think Tom's distracted. That's what I think. I think that they're going through a thing. Tommy. And good old Tommy is not in his Tommy. flow. Boston. Yeah. Uh, I would agree. I think he's just distracted. I would agree. Uh, what do you make of this two attack of your mama thing? Uh, because this is terrifying to me. Here's 60 seconds of Tua Tungavailoa talking about not remembering his concussion. There was a point where um, I was I was unconscious, so I, I couldn't you know, really tell what was going on. Um, so, you know, when, when I did come to and kind of realize, uh, what was going on, what was happening, you know, I, I, I never, I didn't think of, of anything, um, you know, long-term or short-term. I was just wondering what happened. Uh, so yeah. You remember much about that night? Yeah. I remember the entire night up to the point where, uh, I got tackled. Up to the point where I got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, dude. That's terrifying. I don't remember. I, you know, when I came to, dude, you have have brain damage. Yeah. You have brain damage. So, again, I just say, I I don't know. And, look, I'm not saying they're wrong. The independent neurologist who's like, oh, yeah, two attack about your mama has no permanent or long-lasting effects from this concussion. Right. Right. Once you, it's brain damage, dude. Your brain doesn't like recover fully. 
Once you have brain damage, you always have brain damage. Yeah. And I, I don't understand. Rob Ninkovich said on Greeny the other day, the 55-year-old Tua Tungavailoa is going to ask the 25-year-old Tua Tungavailoa, hey, dude, what were you thinking going back on a football field? Because at 55, is Tua Tungavailoa going to end the way so many other concussed, demented, brain-damaged horror shows in the NFL, frankly, the Junior Seau's, the Dave Dewersons? Yeah, bro. These guys with ALS, Steve McMichael, like, yeah, is that where Tua Tungavailoa is going? And I hope it's not, man, but I, it's really hard for me to watch these guys struggle through these injuries, man. Like, it just, yes. I'm not trying to over-dramatize it, but. It's true, though. You see him out there wilting on the field. I said that. Like, you know, we were talking about that when that concussion in Cincinnati had happened, like, he was literally out there having a seizure. That's uncomfortable to watch, dude. And all I would tell you is, instead of getting concussions, get Papa Murphy's Pizza. 911, what's your emergency? Something is in my house. I'm sorry, say again? I smell something delicious and I don't know what it is. Ma'am, ma'am, can you describe it for me? It smells like golden crust, freshly shredded cheese, and pepperoni. Ma'am, ma'am, we've traced the smell and it's coming from inside your oven. What do you mean? It's a Papa Murphy's Jacko pizza, and it's just $10. Ah, amazing. Papa Murphy's. Yeah, I uh, I love that commercial. Still, yeah, I'm dude. sad that we are only 11 days left in October because then that commercial goes away. Because I love me some Jacko pizza. Yeah. And I love that she like yells. She goes, oh, Papa Murphy's. <laughs> Yeah. Like I'm used to that because women swoon and yell for me all the time. Okay, no, no, that was no, that's not no. no what that that doesn't happen. Uh, what what doesn't happen? That that doesn't happen. Women the, yelling, the and, yelling and swooning. That doesn't happen. Sure, it does. No, it doesn't. I mean you're not there when it happens, right? You know, right? You're hey, cool. yeah, yeah, you're a freak show. But right. anyway, the point is, right. uh, I will miss that commercial when it goes away for Papa Murphy. Yeah. And we we had it like the last week of September, and so we had seen it, and we were so excited to play it. And now that it's going away because Papa Murphy's gives us new commercials every month, um, I'll miss the Jacko Pizza. Yeah, and we've had we've had the Jacko Pizza. It's actually better because it's shaped like a pumpkin. It's really good. I'm just telling you now. I mean, and for no, ten dollars, what? Yeah, and no man eats pepperoni. I mean, I think we all understand that pepperoni is not like a thing that. No, men actually eat with testosterone. That's right, yeah, we don't. We eat Capicola, right? I mean, it's totally true. But the point is, um, get your Jacko pizza before the end of uh, the Halloween season. Use the promo code MOTT25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. The Monty Show is presented by our good friends at The Advocates, utahadvocates.com. If you've been hurt at work, they have a phenomenal Workman's comp- uh, workers' compensation program uh, at the Advocates. Take advantage of it. And I'll say the other thing is they gave away a, a child car seat yesterday on Instagram. Follow Utah Advocates on Instagram. Let them know you found out about the firm on the Monty Show. Um, they're the best injury attorneys in the business. At work, at home, if somebody was driving distracted and hit you, that's not your fault. You deserve an advocate. Get to the UtahAdvocates.com or you never pay a, 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 comp, uh, you know, a consultation fee. 
You never play, you know, pay some huge, you know, retainer. Hey, give us $10,000. We'll consider it. <laughs> Not at the advocates. You don't pay the advocates until and unless they win your case at utahadvocates.com. Uh, talking jazz and NBA this morning. And I just want to keep rolling with your comments because I think you guys have really been great this morning. Now, Kurt Myers um, said that James of James Knight, Jimmy, you are on another salty spell. Take a pill. Damn. He called James Knight Jimmy. Yeah. I love that. Uh, Boyd Lake says, and Jizzy is cray-cray. Giselle builds shrines. She does build shrines in their house. That's okay. not, not a lie. Uh, Fat Jesus says, Mrs. Monty has a couple of tens. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jaron Eccles says, Brady Love already reached out to Tom and said she wants to be his rebound. Brandy Love, I'm sorry. Well, now I got to get on the old uh, Insta okay. Snap Face machine. Here we go. All who right. is and and who is Brandy Love, Mrs. Monty? You're into the pop culture world. Do you know who Brandy Love is? D I L O V E. Brandy Love. Oh my God. Okay, well maybe we probably shouldn't talk about Brandy Love. <laughs> you know. Hey guys. Wait, I, that's fine. There's a lot of. Um... There's a lot of bikini pictures, and I I don't uh, um, see what happened. Uh, what um, happened? Uh, you know, I don't um, think by the looks of it, Brandy Love is not on Giselle's Bunchton. Yeah, so um, probably not. You know, probably not, Jaron Eccles. <laughs> probably not. Uh, Force G says I'm listening to the beginning of the podcast, but God, that BB guy is making some stupid comments. <laughs> That's awesome. James Knight says, "Be proud, Kurt." You guys get can we all just get along, please? Yeah. Uh Deuce says it's so refreshing cheering for the Utah Jazz because the Pistons have sucked over the last ten years. But they don't suck now. Yeah, they don't. You got they some, actually you are got better. Some guys over there, man. Yeah, Kid Cunningham is, you know. NY Monty fan says, amazing. Papa Murphy's. Love that. Love that. Uh Holabilly. Yeah, at least you're not a Toa fan. Losing 60 to 6 with such a hyped up squad hurt. Okay. I, I'm, I'm not sure what that's in reference to, but. Uh, I want to know just who peed in Lil Jakey's cereal this morning, Osti says. What do you mean? Yeah, Jake, why are you upset what today? What do you mean? I'm not upset. You, know, you seem upset, though. No, I'm good. It, 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 see, but Jake has to live next to me every day. Like, yes, yes, yes. Like, I mean, figuratively, he lives a couple of miles away, but we spend a lot of time together. Right. And people are always asking him, you know, like, how is your best friend so good looking? Right. You know, hey, right. how yeah. is your, you know. how did you get lucky with such a great wingman? Right, right. You know, like, I mean, so he gets a lot of comments about how hot I am. Yeah. And You're I think, a douche. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have douche goggles, but right. that's not really. The Let's consult the douche meter. That's not. Do you like my new Kill Crew sweatshirt? I love it. Yeah, it's nice, dude. I do. Yeah. I, I'm a huge fan. Uh, 100K says, uh, why do you guys think there has been an ongoing rebuild? Detroit, Jazz, OKC, et cetera. The Jazz haven't been rebuilding. I think the Jazz have been a championship no, 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 wannabe. That's not for... what he said. Who, Who do, do you, you guys, guys think? think? Oh, my. okay. I'm a terrible person. Oh. I, I skipped reading in school. Who do you guys think has the best ongoing rebuild? Uh, not OKC. Not Detroit. 
I don't think we can say anything about the Jazz. Yeah, it's been one game. I mean, yeah, I think Houston's got a good one going. I think that, you know, um, I mean, in a sense, you could say the Knicks have had an ongoing rebuild. You know, like, (laughs) that's like every year, though. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't, you know. Jalen Brunson looked really good last night. Yeah. I'll, I'll give... I'll give the credit to the guys at the Garden. I mean, Brunson looked really good. Not trading Cam Reddish turned out to be really smart. He played really well last night. They got to move Julius Randle. I still think that's the Knicks deal, but the Knicks have an interesting group of guys. Um, I don't know. I mean, if Bancaro is what what he looked like last night, him and Anthony really could be. Yeah. That could be interesting. Minnesota. I mean, I think you gotta nah, you gotta call on. Minnesota a rebuilding team. Like now, what? They, now they've come through and added all these guys. No, and... get out of here. What do you mean, get out of here? They've they've rebuilt that team with two guys they've drafted, and now they've added Rudy Gobert. Like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> the Timberwolves are not rebuilding. Okay, they're hey, no. The question that's like was, who the, do you, that's like saying who the Warriors think, are building. Who do you think has the best ongoing rebuild? An ongoing rebuild, it goes until you've done something, until you've done anything. Okay. Um, right or no? Like no, I what, don't think what, so. What, what's I, a I rebuild think, then? I think a rebuild is where you strip it to the ground and you build back. Houston, OKC, um, certainly the Jazz at this point. Um, I, I don't know who that would – I mean, Detroit to a certain extent, sure, but that's been a decade long. Um, I don't know. It, it might be Houston. Because Houston clearly has a ton of talent. They drafted well. Yeah. I don't even know who else would be in there. I mean, is that the Clippers then? I guess. I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It depends what you consider a rebuild. I don't. I consider San you Antonio? rebuilding. Dude, if you tear your team down, you're rebuilding until you get back to, you know, relevance like every single year, in my opinion. Because you're changing that roster until you figure it out. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Magic have a good rebuild going. They do. Ben Carroll looks unbelievable. James Knight says, if the prerequisite for contributing on the show is to blow wind up these guys' butts, I guess that's not me. What, what are you talking about? How is that a prerequisite to comment? Uh, nobody yeah, what you, blows dude, smoke what up you our ass. Are today, you kidding dude? me? Nobody does that. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, I'm a huge Chicago airport fan. They are the only ones that were able to shut down Caruso. What's Caruso over under on how many good games he has all year? Well, he had one last night. Yeah. See, the thing is, you're a Caruso hater. Right. Because I said, this all started because I said, and they still do. I think LeBron mentioned it over the summer. Like, one of the biggest mistakes they made last year was letting Alex Caruso go. Yeah. And they miss his, because Caruso's that guy that's a glue guy. He's never going to be your leading scorer. He is arguably your best defensive player on any team he plays on. But he's that guy that'll dive on the floor. He'll make a critical three-pointer. He'll make an incredible pass. Like, he's not a guy that is is going to be the, the, the main driving factor in your success. He's not, you know, on that team, it's DeMar and, you know, it. Anyway. No, don't get me started on the Bulls. The point is, because <laughs> uh, Zach Levine really pisses me off. Like It's, it's so frustrating. Fr- that they paid him all that money and, oh, my knee hurts. Yeah, dude, it's frustrating. Jerk. Uh, but the point yeah. is, Caruso, it, it, like Jeremy Bolton is on this boner about Caruso because he, he, like, he thinks I think Caruso's a star, but I don't think he's a star. I think he's a vital contributor to any championship team. Yeah. 
And I think the Lakers, that was one of the deals. I think the AD deal where you shipped out most of your young talent, probably not the end of the world. Right. You won a championship because of it. But letting go of Cantavius Coldwell-Pope and Alex Caruso is killing them because they don't have outside shooting and they don't have defense. Totally. And I think Alex Caruso, it's why so many teams have chased him. It's why so many teams want to trade for him. And did he have weed in the airport? He did. Okay, cool. I, I It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. It doesn't. Uh, Tom Basilius says, ongoing rebuild is a confusing phrase. You're either in a rebuild or you're a playoff championship contender. Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, J.P. Shanahan. Monty, you've mentioned that in your opinion, Iverson had the potential to be the greatest of all time, even better than Jordan. Please elaborate. Well, that's kind of out of the blue. Uh, I think if Allen Iverson didn't have an addiction problem and a family problem and a people around him problem, um, I think that Allen Iverson could easily have been the best, but he didn't have a work ethic. And I think he had an addiction problem. I think he was incredibly dysfunctional. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Michael Jordan was just unbelievably good. Yeah, He was really good. Uh, let's see. Kay Nuren says, I've lived with brain injuries for over 40 years. Walk away from football. Well, there is that as well. Um, you know, it's, it's just interesting to me that you look around the NBA and I think there's a lot of people who don't, it's I, I, honestly, I watch a lot of NBA Yeah, and I think we have a pretty good grip on this show of who's where and what and how. Yeah. I don't think there's but three championship contenders in in the entire league. I think it's Golden State. Mm -hmm. I actually don't think it's Milwaukee this year. I, I I still, it's one game, but I still maintain that Brooklyn and Philly are better than Milwaukee. Yeah. I mean, it. Th okay, great. Throw in Milwaukee. I think that's it. I think that's all. So Golden State, Brooklyn, and, and Milwaukee. I right? think so. Those would be the three, and if you put Philly in there, four. Yeah. I need to see way more from the Suns. I, 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 I mean, the Clippers on paper. On paper, they should be great. Good but, Lord. But again, it's like this whole injury thing. I mean, you know, you, you, you'd mentioned there about Zach Levine, and that is incredibly frustrating. But uh, what about Kawhi? What about, you know, Paul George? Paul George. What about, I mean, John Wall. dude, like, where would the Clippers be without Reggie Jackson? Where are the enough? Clippers going to be without a guy like Pat Bev? Yeah. Because they missed Patrick Beverly when he left there. Yeah. You know, like, are you going to trade him across the hallway? Uh, the Lakers are probably not. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, at some point, at some point, a group is going to differentiate itself. I yeah. did not like at all what I saw from the Nuggets last night. It was shocking. Jamal Murray had spurts, but he's a guy that's recovering from a major knee injury. It's going to take him six months. We're not going to see him until at, at his level best again. March, April, May. Yeah. Right? You look at Clay Thompson last year. That's Jamal Murray this year. So I I wonder, I wonder about Denver. I look at Dallas. I don't think Dallas is any better than they were last year. In fact, I don't think they're nearly as good as they were last year. How does that even happen, dude? They last are Luka Doncic like, and everybody else. Yeah. And the Suns figured out how to play defense and that they had to. And they basically limited Doncic and made it everybody else. But if you're really asking me who I think can win championships, yeah, Milwaukee can. But Chris Middleton's already hurt. 
He's got this wrist injury thing. Without him, they're not winning anything. Um, I look at Philly. They have a big three now. Tyrese Maxey has elevated himself. I think they're really dangerous. I look at Brooklyn. I have no idea what that was out of Brooklyn last night because they just don't have continuity. I mean, what do you what do you make of that? Because I because I think that's been everyone's concern. Like I don't think anyone doubts the talent that Brooklyn has and in, in not at all and what that talent can be for them. But I think what certainly what I doubt is and what my concerns are is is that word like words like continuity or chemistry or. You know, yeah. like not having issues in in the room or, you know, those are the things that I doubt. And, and I just don't know. Like, again, it's only one game. So the same way that I'm not going to get excited or like over the top about the Jazz is the same way I'm not going to get super negative about the Nets. Like, I'm sure that the product's going to get better and that they'll grow together. And obviously, Ben has a lot of stuff he needs to work on. The foul trouble last night and and then after the game saying that, that he he was like mentally not as sharp as as he would like to be or whatever like it, that that's kind of what I what I'm worried about like oh Ben had a bad game it must be because he wasn't sharp or that he was cloudy mentally right like no like you probably were fine you just didn't have a great game and there's nothing wrong with that you know like yeah. like I just think they got to figure that out yeah Kaden says just to let you know other shows are using your site in their podcast. I don't site? know what that means. What does that mean? Uh, what do you mean by that? What you are you got a screenshot? About? Yeah, what are you talking about, Kay? You have to explain that. Uh, M.Y. Monty fan says, Chris Paul looked like he aged. Yeah, see, that, but that's a perfect example. Chris Paul is a guy that looked like he aged. He looked, at, at some point, Chris Paul falls apart. And we've been waiting for it. And we've seen the last two years, certainly. What was it, two years ago, he had the hand thing. Like, Yeah. He's always banged up at the end of the season. So at some point they got to move past that, and I also wonder how how much does Phoenix change with the sale of the team now that it's up for sale and yeah, Robert Tarver? How long Harbor does that and, go on? Too, I think that's also an important question. Probably I mean, several months. Uh, certainly, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I was more thinking that'd be like you a know? season long thing. Yeah. Um, Joseph Call says West is Golden State and Phoenix, East is Boston and Philly. Uh, I don't know if I don't know that Boston can. I want. I really want Boston to be that that fifty five sixty win team this year. Yeah. Show me who you are, and Jason Tatum. I and I still maintain Jason Tatum's the straw that stirs that drink. Yeah. They're elite defensively. Boston, without question, in my mind, is the best defensive team in the NBA. Yeah. But I want to see that Jason Tatum's got balls to do it. Yeah. That that's what I want to see. I want to see that he can that he can go and do that. You know, like I I just. Yeah. Well, speaking of Boston, we got to talk about James, James Harden. We got to talk about Philly after that matchup. I think matchup. you do. I, I mean, think he's, you do. He's getting the he's getting the patented James Harden step back foul again. You know, so that's always entertaining as hell to watch as a basketball fan. But, but again, you know, I, I just don't trust them yet. That's my thing. I don't trust Philly. I don't trust James Harden. Like I trust that he can break dudes off at, at, with the best of them. I trust that. He can score with the best of them, but I don't trust that they know how to win a game when a team like Brooklyn, who, you know, Brooklyn's on the road to Philly, you know, they go on a run. What's Philly going to do? I don't trust that they're going to answer that run. That's my problem. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. And Morris says, Big 12 media deal talk. Um, you know, it needs to be confirmed first before we're going to get in. There was a, uh, I think Dennis Dodd at CBS might have had it. I can't remember. 
Yeah. Um, that the Big 12 has a deal in place with ESPN. Uh, I think it's EB, uh, ESPN and Fox has an extension and that it's pushing $50 million. But a year? Uh, per school, per season. Yeah. Um, but there was also like, everybody's asking me if I think John Canzano is credible. So as a side note, give me three minutes to talk about this real quick. John Canzano is in, I believe, Portland, and he is a Pac-12 apologist. And he wrote a story the other day about how all these schools were going to leave the Big 12 and join the Pac-12. And I just don't see that happening. Yeah. I, he has never been right pretty much about anything. He is a salesman for the Pac-12. He is a salesman for George Klyovkov, and it just is what it is. You know, we'll we'll see. I I yeah, we'll see. Um, Teddy says, yeah, I don't trust Philly either. Well, but Philly has Philadelphia, the 76ers, has the tent. Like, who do you trust though? I mean, if if you, in all seriousness, if if yeah. you look across. Um, if you look across the Eastern Conference, who are the teams that you really trust? Teams I really trust. I mean, that's a that's a difficult question to answer. I mean, there's not a ton of them, obviously. I think, generally speaking, Boston's a team you can trust for the most part. I, I think there's trust issues come in when you, you're in the Eastern Conference Finals or the NBA Finals, either way. I, I think that Brooklyn, I don't trust them yet. I trust Kevin Durant. I, I trust that Kevin Durant's going to knock down a 15-footer 80% of the time. You know, like I trust those things within a team. But, you know, when we talk about trusting a team, I think you you measure that by how, you know, how reliably, you know, can they get to conference finals, you know, level of playoff basketball. So to me, I don't trust the dysfunction that I think is going to plague several of these teams. You know, like, yeah, I do think dysfunction is going to plague Brooklyn as the season goes on. Things will happen that we can't predict or know will happen yet, but you know something's going to happen, and that's going to cause a bunch of drama, right? You know that that at some point, you know, there's going to be drama in Philly between Harden and Maxi because Maxi's this up-and-coming player who needs to get buckets and needs to start pushing to 25 points a night instead of 18 to 20. Like, you know that's coming. And and so to me, it's just like, how do, how do these guys deal with it? That's the question. I Again, I don't doubt that James Harden and Kevin Durant and Joel Embiid can put the ball in the hole. Like, that's pretty straightforward. But when it comes to winning, because it's a team sport, that is way more complicated. And I think Matisse Thibel's turned into an offensive liability. Like, I don't – that I think their big three is fine. Yeah. I'm a huge believer in Tyrese Maxey. I think we've talked about that ad nauseum on the show, but we'll see. CJ Van says, great show, guys. I was pleasantly surprised about the Jazz last night. Fun to watch. Go Jazz. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, what's interesting about that, we've had a lot of comments from people saying like, hey, I was surprised or I was pleasantly surprised or it was nice to see. And it's kind of it kind of speaks to that people had expectations that this team was going to be garbage, that this team was just going to be super unenjoyable to watch and it was going to be football all year. But isn't that why you go to Barbecue Pit Stop? Because it's never super unenjoyable and you can always trust them bbqpitstop.com, Logan, Layton, Lehigh, St. George, and our good friends in Salt Lake City and Murray. Uh, chat with them online. Tell me you heard about us on the Monty Show. Go to bbqpitstop.com with one T. Tell them, hey, I heard about you on the Monty Show. They said I had to come here and get Asado seasoning. Do it. A-S-A-D-O, Asado seasoning. 
Do it. Best seasoning you've ever had. Might want to check out a Halal. Check out a Traeger Timberline. We have the Ironwood Series 885. Love it. You're going to get the best equipment there. You are going to get, and I'm telling you, we're coming into that time of year. We're smoking outside. Barbecues outside are amazing because the air is a little colder and crisper. So the smoke smells a little more pungent, right? In the cold autumn wind. In the cold autumn wind of your garage. Um, like All gas, yeah. no break. You, I'm telling you, put the turkey not enough. Do not deep fry turkeys and burn your house down. Yeah, don't do that, please. Put it on the smoker. You know, you can get smokers that have rotisseries now. Like, <laughs> Guys, seriously, go to the Barbecue Pit Stop website. Clinton from the Lehigh store has a video up there about smoking a turkey breast. Yes. They got it all for you at Barbecue Pit Stop. They're really good guys to do business with. BBQPitStop.com. Make sure you tell me you heard about it. On the Monty Show, talking about jazz basketball, NBA in general. Uh, Boyd Lake says pellet grills are amazing. Yes, they are. Yeah, and you know what? They're so yes, easy they to are. use. That's the thing. They're easy. Yo Saru says, I hate that these guys are the only people talking about the jazz. Well, well we're the jazz you know, like, well, we're the YouTube right? hacks, you know? So, yeah. so, you know, we just, we just talk about whatever. Yeah. I mean, but we broadcast all the games on our radio station. Don't we? That's why we're, oh wait, we don't. No, uh, no, anyway, no. You know, uh, the hustle was amazing. Joseph call says, yeah, yes, good was. to see. Right. Right. Uh, my Monty fan says talk for the big boys at Teddy Wayman. How big was the bull you tagged? Where did you go? Oh, Teddy Wayman's a hunter. To get, we're trying to get some Cabela's talk on here. Okay, Ta- Cabela. Hey man. <laughs> hey Teddy. You wearing that orange camo when you tag that big boy? Seventy-six point buck, bitch. <laughs> Probably too much. <laughs> Probably. Too I want much. you to listen to me. You know, I was up there in the tree stand, and I had to go tinkle. It was a ten-mile hike. And so I figured, you know, if I drop some of that liquid out of my abdominals, <coughs> you know, them uh, 10 point bucks are going to show up and smell my manliness. Pop a cap in the ass, too. Wow. I'm going to say that's not the tree stand conversation. Wow. I could be wrong. I mean, as much We went from as the only guys talking about jazz to right into Cabela's deer hunting talk. <laughs> <laughs> Deuce says Papa Murphy's in football doesn't sound bad this weekend. No, it doesn't. No, it does not. No, it does not. Uh, Teddy was talking about that that was like a huge buck. A huge buck. I mean, come on now. Uh, oh, why? Why, Holabilly? Holabilly, bro. Blackhawks do suck. But that doesn't mean that you say that out loud. Too bad. Good Lord. Too fucking bad, Good man. Lord. My God, uh, James Knight says you guys are the greatest. You're salty today. Uh, Kurt Meyer says hunting on the nines on the Monty Show. All right, let's talk about packing your own heat. Um, I don't know. Alex Chacon says, Jake, do you think Rudy's great? Uh, Rudy's great defense will take Minnesota to the Eastern Conference. Finals? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Minnesota in the East. Yes, sir. It does he make them a championship contender? No. Nope. Nope. Not by I, any stretch. I don't think that they're a championship contender. I think that I think they have a really good team. But again, I, there's no getting away from it. They are beatable, right? Like again, just because you're wearing a different uni doesn't mean that you're you're not going to get exposed in the corner on defense. Like that's just the reality of the situation. Again, like when you put 
you know, when Kevin Durant switches on to Rudy. Uh, it's Kevy, please. When the best players switch on to Rudy because they know they can they can expose him on the perimeter. Kevy. There's no getting away from that, bro. Like I, I, that's why I don't Kevy. think they're a championship contender. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. I, I just, you know. Um, Justin Salas says Rudy won last night's game for Minnesota. Yeah, he hit that runner. That should have been a I'm three, saying. but like, what he is can, two? He can make plays like that. There's no doubt about it. But but I'm telling you, winning a regular season game is different than winning a championship. And winning a championship requires all five guys on the floor to be able to play multiple positions on defense, not just rim protect or not just do these individual mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Uh, Teddy Wayman says it was up East Canyon and it was Alma Wayman who tagged it. My Monty fan. I just went and dragged it out. LOL. But mine will, will be coming. Dude. That, hey, that dragging it out is real tough. You know, well, the hike, you got to hike. That's what people don't understand. You can't just shoot a buck and then leave it laying on the ground. Yeah. Like that's not what hunting to hunting really should be about, you know, sustenance. I wish it was. Too many people go and hunt and just to say, oh, look what I did. Yeah. Which is part of it, definitely. But I also wish it was about sustenance. Yeah. I wish it was about trimming herds and doing what's best for the, you know, the ecosystem. But it's not. But guys like Almond aren't just going to leave it there. And then you got to hike it out. Uh, Teddy said, I sent you a pic, Monty. Bro, the dog is dying in the background again. Is he really? Yeah. I mean, he just did the whole... You know, well, I hope not. Yeah. Okay. So wait, Teddy just said he sent. Teddy you a picture? said he sent me a picture. Okay, any chance we can get that picture? Any? Ch- okay. Uh, let's see. Where did Teddy? Send? I'm gonna yeah, guess. Did you inst- DM on Insta? Where, where, I think where, it's where, Insta okay, Snap. Here we go. Face. We're getting the launch codes here. There it is. Okay. Play by play. Oh we're God in, we're damn. In the DMs. Can we get a screenshot? Good lord. Can we get a screenshot? Oh yeah. Let's let's, let's go. Let's screenshot let's that go. Teddy Wayman. Wow. <laughs> That is uh, that is some stuff right there, Teddy. Let me shoot that over to the old uh, good old Mac. The huge old machine. Mac Studio. Man, big that computer. is a huge buck. Yeah, that's what they all say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I just need. What is wrong with you? Why do you Why do you bait me like this? Because that's what you That's what you do. That was so awesome. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm waiting for this picture to load, which is why we're wasting time. There it is. Oh, my God. Look at that Dude. thing. Dude. Look at that thing. You weren't kidding. You kidding me? Look at that Holy thing. Holy crap, you Dude. To, you had to hike that thing out of East Canada? Like, how much does that thing weigh? I don't. That's got to be What's 500 it? pounds. Like, oh, my God. At least. That motherfucker don't yeah, miss, Yeah, seriously. Man. That thing's unbelievable, Dude. Teddy. Good Lord, man. I'm for real. Good Lord. Well, good for you, bro. Good for you. Yeah, and that's what it turns into, Jake. Right there, dead bodies. Okay, okay, okay. This is a family show. We don't need to see the butcher shop. I like that. It's a family show. I like that. <laughs> you know. Um, okay. Yeah, way to go, nice, Teddy. Dude. Nice, nice job, dude. And then you got to hike that out. That would that'd be the problem. Uh, where did... Where did it? Well, Alma shot East Canyon. He said, <laughs> "I like how Teddy's getting all the credit for killing." Kurt Meyer <laughs> says, uh, "Teddy, nice bull." Yeah, Teddy. All of a sudden, is everybody's uh, hunter. Yeah, uh, bull elk. That's an elk. Yes, it is. Hullabilly says, "Nice," and that's what she said. Um, <laughs> I'm a fucking unit. <laughs> uh, the nigh guy says that pick is buck naked. 
See what he did there? Because it's because it's like an elk or a buck, and and they don't wear clothes, so technically you know, they're naked. You know, uh, smoked elk is amazing. Yes, it is. Uh, Hullabilly says, "Let's make tacos." Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, uh, Robert wants to know where in East Canyon. What do you want? Like his his yeah. What do you map? want? Is what do you want? The scouting report. Giggity says, "Nice looking bull." Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, 8.30 at the Monty Show. The biggest stories in sports brought to you by our good friends at Quick Quack Car Wash. Uh, make sure you stop by Quick Quack. Tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. And no doubt about it, in my mind, the Utah Jazz winning last night. And I think why this is such a big story to kind of reset this thing is because when you look at what the Jazz did last night, they came together as a basketball team. I want to play this video again of the, the Will Hardy locker room celebration. At any point, would this have happened with Quinn Snyder? And just look at the smiling faces. Look at the happiness, the elation. Maybe that's the only game they win all year. But does it really even matter? That's the indoctrination of Will Hardy and the Jazz Nation. Like right there in front of you. Yeah. He's your, your, that's my damn coach, man. Like that's our guy now. Will Hardy is the right guy. I mean, this, you can clearly see his players like him. They are playing hard for him. He respects them. They respect him. Like, this is everything you need in a coach. How long will the honeymoon last? I have no idea. But what I know is, this morning, on Thursday, October 20th, 2022, it feels good to be a Jazz fan today. After a tumultuous summer where you got crappy uniforms and you're not getting a TV deal and you traded your your best players and ripped this team apart, and it feels good to be a Jazz fan today. And I think to me, that's the story of the morning here in Salt Lake City in the state of Utah is that it feels good to be a Jazz fan. And if you, you look around this league, there's not a lot of teams this morning that are like, damn, this feels good. Damn. Yeah. You know, like even if you are the Golden State Warriors and you got your ring, well, now you got to live up to those expectations and you're probably, you know, gripping a little bit. Yeah. The Utah Jazz don't have expectations. So shocking the NBA world last night was spectacular. And that you did it led by Colin Sexton, the guy you traded Don for. And that you did it with Walker Kessler, who I'm most excited about getting a double-double. And if you did it with Kelly Olenek only playing 15 minutes, getting four of six from three from, you know, Rudy Gay. Like, these are all really good things. These are all really good things. And I think amongst a night of big games and big performances amongst contenders, Zion Williamson, Devin Booker, you know, like all of these big moments last night. Yeah. The Jazz stand out of as one of the best stories in the NBA last night. Will Hardy, you know, like I just, it feels good. And I think that as a Jazz fan, that's what you're hanging on to this morning. Well, it's, and I, it's refreshing. I think deservedly you know, like, so. Like how negative was the end of last year? I mean, that that's oh. kind of what stands out to me. Like, you know, no matter where this team goes and how this season pans out, man, like, like last year was super negative the way it ended. And I don't even mean the summer. I just mean the way the last season ended with, you know, playing the Mavericks and getting just getting beat like like that was a really negative feeling, a bad day, a dark day. And, and I think that now you get to open the season on a positive note. 
you know, wearing a purple uniform. Maybe it's not, you know, it's not the one you're gonna wear forever, but like yeah. at least it's a purple uniform in a purple building. Like you, you had the vibes there last night, and I think that 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 is what I think is exciting and fun about it. And I hope that the Jazz are able. My personal hope, and I know maybe people disagree, but my hope is is that they are a 30-35 win team. I would yeah. love to see that, and and hopefully that pans out. And I think, you know what, you you we. We're going to wear that video out because there's going to be a lot of times this year where it doesn't feel good to be a jazz fan. Yeah. You're you're yeah. probably, let's be honest, if we're being completely honest and here on the show, we are absolutely the truth in sports radio, right? They're probably a 30-win team. That means you're going to lose 52 times. Yeah. You're going to have more bad nights than good nights. But when you when you get into that stretch where you lose 10 of 12 games, and it doesn't feel good, or this guy gets hurt, or that guy's out. Remember the locker room celebration with Will Hardy, and remember that that spirit. Remember that excitement, that energy, that jubilation. Yeah, that jubilation, because it feels good. Yeah. This Thursday morning, to be a Utah Jazz fan, and I think that to me is something that really stands out. And and I hope that I hope that if you're an NBA fan, no matter where you're watching the show, and Hey, you're a fan of the magic. Paolo Bancaro, it feels good to have Paolo Bancaro this morning. Man, did he look right? good, It dude. feels good if you're a Knicks fan. Hey, we lost the game, but we got our point guard in Jalen Brunson, right? Hey, as a Bulls fan, we won the game, and we got our guy in Io DeSumo to start, and he hit threes, right? There's stories, but there's no better story in the NBA than that locker room celebration last night. And I'm not being a homer. I'm not even pandering to the Jazz fans. I'm telling you right now, there's no better feeling in the NBA than dousing a rookie head coach after his first win when you were expected to get blown out. Thanks. Man, it feels good. Yeah. It feels good, right? Uh, top Ramen. Man, I love you, Top Ramen. Chicken or beef Top Ramen? Chicken. Yeah, chicken. Chicken. Little asado seasoning in. I'm telling you, put asado seasoning. Dude, I've never even thought of that. Asado and ramen would be put asado seasoning from Dude. barbecue pit stop in anything you're making. Uh, Top Ramen says last night was fantastic. Not only watching the new Jazz for the first time in years, I was curious about other NBA teams. How Rudy and Don and Bogey were doing. Do you guys see Bogey last night? Did you guys Bogey see Bogey doing last Bogey, night? Man. Good Lord. Bogey doing bogey. He looked really good. The Monty Show presented by the Advocates, UtahAdvocates.com. You've been in an accident and now you're injured. Though it wasn't your fault, you now have to deal with getting your car fixed, mounting medical bills, and insurance companies who don't play fair. But don't worry. The experienced team at the Advocates are here to get you the support you need. Yeah, there you go. UtahAdvocates.com. Car injuries, motorcycles, did you get hurt at work and need help with workman's comp? Please do not rely on your insurance company. The company that you work for is workman's comp insurance. Go to the advocates, utahadvocates.com. You don't pay any consultation fees. There's no cost up front. You don't pay the advocates until they win your case. They'll even defer your medical bills. Start with a chat. Online, it's easy at utahadvocates.com. I think I think I, looking at some of your comments this morning, uh, you know, Alex Chacon says, "Eh, next game, Bo, you go all 14. <laughs> They're casual. Man, isn't that the story of that guy's jazz career? Absolutely. But back to what Top Ramen said, it really is about hey, following these other guys on these other teams. Yeah. You know, how are you not happy for Donovan Mitchell? 
for, you know, I wow. still think the worst trade of this offseason, of any trade in the NBA, was Boyan Bogdanovich. I, I don't. Uh, for Sabin Lee and Kelly Olynyk in a bag of balls. Like, four or six last night, 24 points. Like, that's Boyan Bogdanovich. How are you not happy for that, dude? Because Boyan's a good dude. Yeah. That's a good dude. Yeah. Like you, you got to be happy for Boyan Bogdanovich, and I think I think most Jazz fans would be this morning. Uh, the night guy says with Quinn Kessler would never see the floor. Well, I don't it, think that's too far off. I got. I don't think so you. either. Yeah. Uh, Holabilly says if we go on a ten game skit, I'll shave my head. Don't do that. Teddy's already going to shave his beard. I yeah. What was the bet for? What did Teddy and I bet I don't about? Remember, dude. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Can I say, Teddy, just shave your beard. It's fine. Uh, can I says after last night, I'll say 32 games, but I'm willing to watch the 50 losses. Well, you know, KJ, I think you have to, right? I think if you win, I mean, if you win 15 games, fans are not going to keep watching. Yeah. If you if you lose, if you simply lose two for every one game you win, fans will watch. Yep. If you are three to one, four to one, five to one, six to one, it gets tougher and tougher and tougher. If you go 30 and 52, the fans will be there. Just win four out of every 10 games. Because I'm telling like, you, I'm going to Vivid Arena several times this year and probably not to see the Jazz, but I'm going to buy tickets to see Golden State, the Bulls. I'm going to buy tickets to see the Suns. I'm going to buy tickets to see the Knicks. Yeah. Right? Like I'm going to buy Jazz tickets because I want to see Walker Kessler. I want to see Colin Sexton. Yeah. I want to see this team grow and come together. And by the way, if I happen to get to see LeBron James at the end of his Hall of Fame legendary career, I'm going to do that. Yeah. If I get to see my guy book, I'm going to do that. DeMar. You know, DeMar DeRozan, absolutely I'm going to do that. Holabilly says beef all day. Man, chicken ramen's tough to beat. And my wife actually makes really good homemade ramen. But if we're talking about, hey, fat ass, what kind of ramen salt you want in there? Yeah, you want the Zion treatment, or what are we talking about here? What are here? we doing here? Yeah. If you're going to get top fat. ramen off the shelf, you've got to do chicken ramen. Fat. You have to do chicken ramen. Yeah. Uh, chicken ramen. You know how much and, sodium is in chicken ramen? Dude? Oh, jeez. I mean, enough. To, uh, seriously, I think there's enough to last you a week. Yeah. Um, But if you're eating ramen... You know what I used to do as a kid? My mom would make ground beef, and we would always have it in the refrigerator. Yeah. You get, and I know this sounds crazy, you get chicken ramen, and you dump macaroni and cheese into the chicken ramen with like a a huge scoop of ground beef. Oh, my God. I'm serious. Yeah, I know what time it is. Everybody finds out how to pleasure themselves one time or another. It's either the shower or top ramen with macaroni (laughs) and cheese mixed in. (laughs) You know? You know what I'm saying? You feeling me? Well, no, no, they, they, no, no they're, they're not, see, wrong, they're not so trying I, to feel you, you know, like and stuff. Yeah. Top ramen, <coughs> mac and cheese with ground beef, <coughs> man. I took the belt for that more than once. Uh, Carlin, <laughs> Carlin, the favor says, if you guys are ramen fans, you got to try shin black. Okay. Never been there. Is but, that on, is that on, a, is that at the store or, or what, what's the deal? But I will say, I will say. Salt Lake City in Utah in general has more ramen houses. Oh, yeah. Dude. There are some yeah. really well, good because, ramen houses here. You know why that here. is, though? Because it gets cold here, and ramen is phenomenal Ooh. in the winter. Yeah, but Mrs. Monty likes like that super hot melt-your-face-off ramen, and I'm just no, not that she guy. No, likes, she likes you know spicy, curry, Thai, vibing Ugh. food. That's her jam. I am not a hot food guy. Yeah. I'm not. That's like Jarrah's tongue. Uh, Alex Chacon says you can't really be a homer if you're not a jazz fan, Monty. True. Well, 
I guess I'm not. Uh, Monty fan says, what brand is this Asado seasoning you keep talking about? Um, it's not a, it's, it's not, I think it's, I don't know what brand it is. Let's see. Go to Barbecue Pit Stop and just search Asado seasoning. Let's see here. You know. And Jake will tell I'm, you. Here I'm working on it. Uh, Holabilly says, uh, Bogey will score eight points the next game. Truth. No doubt. Uh, my uh, Monty fan says, look at Rudy and Don's stat lines. Good stat lines. I'm telling you, Don didn't make a three to save his life, but my guy is good. Flavor knuckles. Yeah. I like it. Uh, wow. Apparently Jake's screenshotting something. Uh, Tom Basile says, do the Jazz get multiple lottery picks next year? They don't. Oh, they hell don't. no. They no won't. way. They're, they're going to be too good. That's the thing. They're gonna, again, yeah, they won't. You, you got to be, what, a 15-win team? Uh, Teddy Wayman says, the bet that we made was that I don't think the Nets come out of the East, and you do. Right. So if they don't come out of the East, you shave your beard. Right? That's, a, <laughs> that's a bet. I believe that. I'm pretty sure. I, Teddy, I, that's a rough bet for you, bro. As an elephant, I have a huge memory. Uh, Tanner. But uh, no, I'm nothing? not playing your games. I'm not playing your stupid um, little games. I'm not doing it, fatty. Hell no. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So I have to upload another picture that I won't be able to find. You just passed it. There it is, it. right there. Relax. Relax, jerky. Jeez. Jerky. Hey, jerky. Uh, let's see. That's your see Asado. See, you Tanner. Guys? Look, Tanner. See what I do for you guys? Dadgummit. Like, Let me get that. I get you, I get you a freaking, you know, a, 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 a screenshot here. <laughs> Wait, now I got to get Donnie. Hide. Thank you. There it is. That is That's the uh, Asado knuckles. seasoning. And it is unbelievable, you guys. Trust me. See that little chat box in the in the bottom left there? Yeah. That's from their website. You can chat them and ask them about it. Yeah, you. if you have a question, you just go to um, barbecuepitstop.com. Uh, Leighton, Lehigh, Logan, Salt Lake City, and St. George. Shop online, bbqpitstop.com. Are one of our great partners on the show. That, that seasoning right there, I've used it for tacos. I have used it for chicken, chicken wings. Chicken? And I think, vegetables. We, I think we even did it on vegetables. Yeah, vegetables. Like we've used it for just about everything we've smoked. Yeah. And we would encourage you to do the Bomb. same. Bomb.com. Bomb.com. Yeah. Uh, all right. Where is Tanner Plummer says, uh, hey, so when I go to Grizzlies, do you guys know of any places near the arena where there's free parking? I believe it's all free parking. <laughs> Dude. I don't want to get my car, my, I don't want to get my dad's car towed again. Oh, like you did at Real Salt Lake? No, it's Real. Oh, sorry. Real. Uh, like you did at Real Salt Lake? Real. Yeah, Claret and Cobalt tow truck towed it away. Do you know what they look like? It was Claret and Cobalt. <laughs> Said 1-800-RYAN-SMITH's a billionaire. Apologize to that man. Anyway, uh, Teddy said, uh, I already read that one. Uh, Holabilly said shrimp is the best all with some hot sauce. I mm. love shrimp ramen. I'm a huge shrimp guy. Shrimp fried rice, shrimp fried your mom. Like shrimp I love on it. Steak. Uh, had Jinya ramen, bro, before the game, it hit you. But see, <sighs> Caleb has the benefit of being downtown. That's no, the thing. Caleb has the benefit of having an amazing taste in restaurants mm -hmm. because his Instagram is always full of, I mean, dude. That guy eats well. Uh, My Monty fan says, thanks, Jake. I will have to pick some Asado up. Always looking for new rubs. Yeah, new rubs are always a good yeah, thing. You we've know? heard that about yeah. you. Look, Bob. Uh, Holabilly says, uh, that looks like it'd be fire on chicken and fish. I yeah. bet it would be. Yeah. Uh, the best part of the game last night was watching guys like THT get to play free rather than just passing to the bum. Yes. Talon Horton Tucker looks like he got thicker. 
Did you just call my guy fat? No. Fat? No. Zion, fat. Zion's fat. THT, he just got bigger. I'm a man. Dude was in the weight room. I I always thought he was a better player than he showed at the Jazz. We're at the Lakers. I hope we see that on the Jazz. Do you even lift? Because he was he was all right. He was all right. Yeah. He was he was just okay. Yeah. You know. Uh Tanner Plummer says, We'll be fair. Uh well, to be fair, Ryan Smith had to pay Gobert's contract at the time. So I saw my dad's car and he was like, Free money, tow it. <laughs> exactly right, Tanner. Exactly. Parking at the Mav is free, by the way. Uh, Rhett Williams says, Grizz Game Week, excited to check out the new studio. So are Let's we. Let's go, Rhett. By Let's the way, go, um, we should be in the new studio tomorrow morning. Should be. Yeah, should be. We got the internet locked down. We're good to go there. The interwebs are flying in the new Monty compound. Yes. Uh, but Big yeah, things Rhett, happening at the uh, studio today. The Utah Grizzlies open the season tomorrow night um, at the Maverick Center. Uh, they're home this weekend for um, Rapid, Rapid City. City. And then they're at Utah, or Utah is at, um, excuse me, Idaho next weekend. Yeah. I love going up to Idaho. Yeah. So I'm kind of hoping that we, we Mrs. Monty's noncommittal, which is surprising because usually, you know, it's a hotel, hotel body swapping is usually fun. Okay, excuse me, hotel body swapping? Yeah. What, do you, well, what? what the hell does that even mean? You swap bodies at I'm, the... I'm uncomfortable with that. Yeah, I don't know what that... Yeah, what, what does that like even mean? swap? Huh? Are we on like wife swap or something? Well, swapping DNA with the wife, yeah. Oh boy. Uh, but Boise's good. If we go up, I really would like to go <laughs> have another ni- nice dinner in Boise. I would. Boise's got some good um, restaurants downtown. Yeah, Boise downtown is nice. We're always in and out of there in like twenty seconds. Yeah, because we work. We don't have a life. Yeah, we're not like, like hanging you, out on like, vacation. It's not vacation. What am okay. I supposed to do? Okay. By the way, we had a really good Thai chicken wrap yesterday that you no, hated. No, you had a good Thai chicken I wrap. I loved. Where was that from? The Salt Box? Salt Box Catering. Salt Park Box City. Catering made a really good Thai chicken wrap yesterday. Yeah. I want more. So, uh, Gavin uh, Nelson says, TMI, Monty. What do you mean? What are you, what are you talking about? Uh, Monty, you are wild and like mini. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's what we do. Um, Tanner says hotel body swapping for once. I'm with, um, Mrs. M that sounds like a wife swap. Could be, <laughs> could be, you know, it's fine. Uh, Tanner says, how far away do you guys live from the Maverick center? 35 minutes. No, not quite. Something like that. With heavy traffic, it would be about 30, but without it's like, uh, well, and it depends. 20. I mean, if you do 90 on Bangor, you can get there in 10 minutes. Not probably, on a Sunday though. Cops not are on Sunday. For no, isn't that the truth? There are always cops on Bangor. Yeah, they're Highway. waiting. They're waiting for they, people. We, and we see it pretty much every morning. The, the Grizzlies are actually practicing at Maverick Center today for Finally. the first time all year because they've Finally. been putting in the billboards and the ribbons and um, the ice was covered up, but they should be on the ice this morning. But, um, Going down Bangor is an adventure with the cops. Yeah. And they opened it up. Like, if you haven't been on Bangor Highway much, there are very few stoplights. Essentially from, I don't know, what, 31st all the way up to... Yeah, 31st to like... The 15, there might be five stoplights the entire way. So it's pretty much Darlington Raceway. Like, it is... (laughs) Darlington. You know, Rockingham, (laughs) you know, Las Vegas Speedway. Like, it is... (laughs) Admittedly, I have done triple digits on Bangor Highway. In the what? Past. What? Oh boy! Look, what? I, you know. Oh uh, yeah, uh, there was a malfunction with the accelerator and stuff. Yeah, send the chopper over to Casa de Monte to write Monte a ticket, right? Yeah. Now. What's yeah? 
Anyway. Yeah, that's fine. Mark Hale says, uh, my wife almost gave birth to our third child on Bangator. Really? Okay. It's getting real. Really? It's getting real. Okay. Uh, Tanner Plummer. Speaking of wife swap, oh boy. Okay, oh hold boy. on, hold on. Oh Let boy. me get the hey guys drop he out. He doesn't on. have any children though. Hey guys. So. Hey guys. He says, speaking of wife swap. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey guys. Can we talk about sex hey for guys. a minute? Um, I like how sex hey is guys. fun. I like sex. Yeah. Uh, did you guys hear H E R E? Aren't you in college? Hey uh, guys. Did you guys H E? Did you guys hear? About the Mormon mom talk scandal that happened last summer. Hey guys, what? <laughs> mom talk? Is is Lisa Wilson involved in this? Probably. Yeah, probably. If we're being honest. All right. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Hola, Billy says uh, two times I've been pulled over. I was on Bangator. LOL. So true. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Rhett Williams says you can look down and you're going eighty out of nowhere so easily. Like, and especially when you drive Klaus like I do, like the, I mean, my guy Klaus is a rocket ship, twin turbo, V6, eight speed magician. It's awesome. Uh, Tanner says, LOL, New York Monty Van asking weird questions is my thing. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's (laughs) totally his thing. Uh, Jansen says, avoid the district. Too many lights in a one mile radius. Dude, you are not kidding with that, though. Dude, the district between four and six o'clock is a no. Yeah. The district on Saturday at like 2.30 in the afternoon is a no. Yeah. 114th is a drag. We live like, oh, no, man. James Knight says, I can't be the only one who finds Tanner irritating with his constant stupid questions. Wow. Damn. James, dude, you need to take an edible or something. What is going on with you? He's a friendly place here, James. Good Lord. Man, Jeremy says, I miss our Tanner Plummer questions like, uh, hey, guys, hey, guys, 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 if you could have any hockey player hey guys, from each era of hockey to go to dinner with, where would you go and who would it be? <laughs> you know. Tanner, Tanner, did you uh, did you pass uh, Rio yes. Quinto on the train yet? Uh, my bad. I just yeah, Tanner. Uh, Tanner, are you on the are you on the train? Or are you in school today? What's your uh, what's your uh, what's your vibe like? Uh, oh crap! He said I spelled here wrong, H E A R wrong, dude. You know what that means? I lose all credibility. No, yeah, dude. You spelled he goes here H E A R. No, you spelled H E R E wrong. He's just a hack. Okay. Mrs. Monty is also a grammar snob, like kind of a, a grammar soldier. Like she truly is. Like she'll Everybody get on you about mistakes that. Mistakes sometimes. It's okay. Yeah. At least you didn't do your 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 like. Uh huh. Like you know. But all due respect. Uh, John Jackson yeah. says Monty still has the concerned look and wants to know how Mrs. Monty knows that Tanner is not a virgin. I mean, <laughs> I, I, am I wrong? I sworn he said that he had a baby when he won the Xbox or PlayStation, whichever one it was, and we went down there to deliver it. I could have sworn. All I remember was Tanner. Said, we bring Tanner an Xbox Series X, and all he does is bust our balls about not wearing a mask. Yeah, like, it, nice. no, we were nice, nice, like trying to. Yeah, it, it was all right. Not I. He, it just, uh, you know why? You know why James is probably crabby. It. You know what? They're going into. <laughs> they're going into summer there. Maybe he liked winter too much, and yeah. they're going into summer, so it makes yeah, him James, crabby. Is it dude, too hot? I just don't know why you're mad all the time. Oh James. shit! Damn, I am He's tripping. Just direct. It's not his resting bitch face. Is damn. not that he's mad. Wow. Get some. Resting bitch face. Okay. The night guy says, Tanner thinks wife swap means another person in Relief Society is bringing down brownies to fire. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh my god, dude! Ah, that's awesome. Bro. The nigh guy for the win. Uh, Jer- Jaron Eccles says shots fired. Uh, Tanner says, "LOL, yeah, that's exactly what I think it is." The nigh guy, exactly. I wonder what the mom scandal was. I, I don't know. Okay. I'm like so curious All right, let's pull. Now. Let's get Google out here. Mom so, talk, so wife swap. Mormon. Mom. Mormon mom talk, wife swap. We should not. Scandal. We shouldn't do this. I'm telling you right now. Okay. Don't. Oh boy. May 30th of 2022. First thing that comes up. The headline reads: TikTok star Taylor Frankie Paul's Mormon. Okay. Jeez, okay. Louise, bro. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. See, that's why you can't Google stuff like that because then you get so like crazy music. Something about. Some wife swapping Mormon story. Hold on, let me try to find some wife. Yeah. You know, yeah, you just know. some wife yeah, swapping like, Mormon on, story. Other than that, you yeah. know, it you know, does. You know, you got like if you have multiple of them, you might as well try someone Jesus. else's out and see if you like it better. That's what I'm saying. Who doesn't like a different flavor popsicle every night? You know what you I mean? Know, it's a little OPP. Jake, why do you have that? Okay, look in your okay, face? here we go. Here we go. Okay, so Taylor Frankie Paul is the name of this, you know, wife or whatever. 28-year-old TikToker and mother of two blew up the mom talk community in Draper, Utah, when she recently revealed that she and her husband were getting a divorce after, quote, soft swinging with her friend group. Soft swinging. So maybe they like... Okay, soft swinging. Wait, but don't they make pills for soft swinging? Can't you like... I mean, we hear about that on all the radio stations, right? ED treatments and stuff like BioWave in your balls and whatnot. They, they fixed that. Soft swinging. It's probably like. Yeah, what is soft swinging? S- quote, soft swinging <laughs> describes <laughs> having non penetrative sexual relations <laughs> outside of one's marriage or primary relationship. They stopped by the BJ Bro, restaurant. Dude, what are we doing? Wow, that's probably the most <coughs> adult thing that's ever been said on this show. <laughs> like, what the? Hell? Are you kidding me? That's a real I thing. Holy thing. crap! So wait, you're getting divorced over that? Yes, yes. Apparently. Okay. Yeah, well, maybe, I can just tell you right now, we're hard, never hard swing. Nobody. You know? Yeah. Maybe you should have hard swung. <laughs> Get your money's worth. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, uh, you know. Are you kidding me? Good lord! Wow. Dude. Wow. Tanner, I, what what have you done here, bro? Like, what what are we doing? Alex Chacon, what does this mean? Soft swinging is just soaking with someone that's not yours. What is that? Okay, soaking? so what is soaking? How do you guys know top, about all this? Like, what the hell is this? I mean, are we like what is soaking? Okay, mean? I have to look up what this what means. Does I can't. Mean? I can't commit to reading it on the show, depending on. Urban Dictionary. What ha- what, how did this happen? How did this, ha- how did this happen? Okay, we're going to Wikipedia. Oh, God. Okay, you ready for this? This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. Soaking, also known as marinating or floating, is a sexual practice of inserting the penis into the vagina, <laughs> but not subsequently thrusting. Reportedly used by the members of the LDS church as a purported loophole in the church's ban on premarital intercourse. So hold on, hold on. So you can't move, but you can pull the car into the garage. What? 
what is this a real thing dude i'm blown blown, like okay i can't say i'm blown because based on this conversation that doesn't work but this is crazy okay i got news for you you cannot tithe your way out of soaking yeah that's called that's called sex dude dude excuse me sir that's called sex bro like terrible sex like what fun is that Dude. Oh, my God. Just put it in. Don't move. Teddy oh, Wayman dude, says soaking bro. for the win. Is this <laughs> oh, my a, God. But is this a real thing? Rhett Williams says dock the boat. <laughs> <laughs> is this a real thing? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my no, God. I, I need confirmation on this. Like, I need someone who is in, in the faith to tell me if this is real or not. This cannot be real. But there's no way that this is real. No, Mark Hale says you don't get this on DJ and PK. No, you do not. Because <laughs> This is a radio show. Yeah, speaking of blue pills and soft swinging. Anyway, uh, the Nike says, don't, Jake, don't do it. Dude, oh, my God, bro. Like, what? Ah, Kurt Myers says, Lord, this is worse than the bots. Well, Kurt, you said they were talking about our show before. Yeah. If they were doing that, what are they doing oh now? Oh, my God. <laughs> what is what happening? Is, good Lord, the Christmas cookie swap. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't. Uh, My Monty fan says, what the heck? Are you serious? This is the first time I've ever heard yeah, about it. Dude, dude, I didn't know this me existed. Too. Never knew this existed. Tanner, you're fired. Quote, soaking. First of all, Tanner, you're fired for bringing up soaking. Second of all, you're (laughs) fired for not bringing up soaking sooner. Yes, yes, yes. Like, are you kidding me? (laughs) And soft swapping because this, or swinging. Soft Soft swinging. swinging. Soft swinging. Soft swinging. Tanner says, I'm in the faith, and yes, it's real. (laughs) Do you know by experience, Tanner? (laughs) Tanner. Wow. Wow. Uh, I, my holy God. cow. I do feel like swinging is definitely a thing here. Yeah, swinging people definitely just are happens. not talking about it. Like, uh, no. Jeremy Bolton says, I'm LDS. I've been my whole life. I've never heard of soaking. This is ridiculous. <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> it can, that can't be true. That cannot be There's true. There's no way. I don't believe it yeah. for a second. Yeah. No dude is not. I'm. Listen, if you're going to put the boat in the harbor, like you are going to make waves. There's just no, there's no chance. I'm, but I'm serious, right? There's no chance. This, this Wikipedia thing goes on. Oh God. Please. The, so, so after what I read, just right? Intrigued now. The, so the next, the next sentence says the practice is said to sometimes be uh, accompanied by quote, jump humping, which involves what enlisting, what? which involves enlisting the help of a third person to bounce on the bed on which a couple is lying while they are engaged in soaking. Stop. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> what? Stop. Stop. This is There's complete no garbage. way, dude. There, There's no, no way. I, look, I'm all good for wingmen, but if you're I'm asking me to jump, hump, jump hump, Dude, there's no way, dude. Stop it. No, I'm no way. Just tell me when you're done, no. man. Bro. <laughs> Look, in, in Rhett Williams, the roommate under the bed makes the waves. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. No. Hey, but, hey bro, bro. Kick it. We'll flow. Bro, look. Kinsley's coming over tonight. And I'm going to need you to get under the bed because we're doing some soaking. Some serious <laughs> Like you even move, you'll move for us. Like, how do you even ask your bro that? Hey, uh, what do you bitch? <laughs> hey, Jimmer, can we talk for a minute, bud? Um, you know, Chris Lee's coming over. Hey, guys. 
And, you know, we need you to get under the bed and make waves. That's fucking interesting, man. I need the motion on the ocean, bro. Let's go. And if Dude. you're, if you're Dude. the, like, are you, get, who's, get, what? Okay. No. All right. We got to, we, we, we have appointments to get to. Your, uh, your bro uh, is under the bed? I don't believe this. Uh, couple uh, no. more here. Couple more here. Jeremy Bolton says, that's it. Is mayor on banning soaking or any talk of soaking? And I'm firing Tanner. $150 for re- derailing the show today. <laughs> Finding Tanner. <laughs> exactly. 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 Right Kurt Myers says, Tanner, you've blown up the whole family show thing. Exactly. Yeah, this is a family show. Come on. You know, uh, some dude talked this person into this and more said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, 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 we miss football 50. No music. We we usually don't do football 50. There you go. No, I cannot say who this is brought to you by. We're swinging on football at 50. Yeah, all right. Time to soft swing in the football at 50. Let us soak in the moment. <laughs> I got my uh, recoverative wave therapy on them boys down there. Ready to go, Thelma. All right, Howard, I'm going to need you under the bed. Just got my wave therapy on the boys. Wow. wow. If some dude wants to Holy wave... Holy cow. I'm serious. If some if some dude wants to wave therapy my, my cajons, I'm probably... Hey, look at me. Now we have to go. This is... Oh, my God, dude. Dude, Boyd Lake is here for this. He says, swing here, soak there, you know. Oh, well, we got a tip. There you go. We got a tip. Okay, that well, came not out that wrong. Kind of Sorry, tip. my, you know, not I, you just know, the tip. We're, we're, you know, you know um, we have stuff. A, okay. Yeah, we have the, the culture of tipping. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Michael Burton gives us $5 and says, sex outside of the bounds of marriage, i.e. your wife, husband, is breaking the law of chastity. What you said about soaking, soft swapping is all wrong. Exactly right. Exactly right. Teddy Wayman says, great show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mrs. Monty, always good to see you. Thanks for actually, like, you know, doing the show today. Well, you know, because I wasn't busy doing something else today. And, you know, you actually picked a really good show. Glad we could educate you. Yeah, let's soak this in. Yeah, I, uh, You know, uh, yeah, let's let this. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys, guys, guys. Let this show soak in, okay? Give us a thumbs up. You know what I'm saying? Deuce says, Monty, your voice changes hysterical. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, if you're here, give us a uh, thumbs up. We appreciate you. Tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show, uh, which is presented by the Advocates, UtahAdvocates.com. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.